Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today for Conversations and Support. For targeted individuals, today is July 25th, 2015, and I am your host, Bernada. Let me give you guys a quick scripture, and then I will say some other things. Um, Okay, Revelations 22 and 11 says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. What that scripture says to me is that if you're dealing with people who are not right, they're unjust, let them be that way. They're filthy, they're dirty, they're corrupt. Don't worry about them. If you are a righteous person, you're trying to do the right thing, you're trying to live by the word of God, you continue with the way you are, God will deal with them. That's what that scripture said to me. So don't worry about them. Don't worry about the evildoers. Just worry about yourself and stand on that righteous path. Okay, amen. That's what that scripture says to me. So welcome, everyone. Okay, so today is a different day. Number one, we're doing this call on a Saturday as opposed to Sunday because I'm not able to do the call um, tomorrow. And also, while it's on my mind, let me say that I will not be doing the call next Sunday either because we're going to take a little mini family vacation just to get out. It's good to get out. Just just going local, but trying to get, get away for the summer to do a few things. So no call. I don't even think I'll be able to do it Saturday because I think I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. So... No call next week at all, but we'll be returning the week after that, which will be the second week of August. Um, I sent out so many conflicting emails. Let me just say, first of all, this is how it started. Um, My husband works at night sometimes and sometimes late into the night. So I try to stay woke to to talk to him on his drive home because I know he's tired, you know, because he's worked so many jobs and things, so I know he's tired, so I try to stay up to, you know, just to talk to him on the road. Well, last night, I was getting sleepy, so I sent him a text, and I said, are you are you done yet, or something like that? Are you on your way, or something like that? Okay. I sent the text to the wrong person. I didn't send the text to him. I sent the text to the wrong person. And then the person texted me back and said, huh? That's what I realized. I sent the text to the wrong person. So I said, okay, I need to make sure I send the text to my husband. So I sent the text to my husband. Guess what? Sent the text to the wrong person again. (laughs) This time, I sent the text to Brandy instead of my husband. 
I'm telling you, I'm a nine o'clock person. I have to go to bed or rest somewhere around nine or ten. And this by this time, this is like one in the morning. So I'm just sending this text to everybody but but to my husband. Okay, so then I finally sent the text to him. And then I said, Oh, I need to send the text out for my call. I mean the um email for my call. So I sent the email and I'm telling you, I sent about four wrong emails for this call today. I sent one that said the call is tomorrow. I sent one that said uh, I think it's Monday, and I sent two that said different times for today. And all of that was because it was just too late for me. I cannot do things late. I just, I'm, I guess, because I wake up so early, I wake up like four or something in the morning. I, I'm just, I, I cannot do things late. So, oh, Brandy is telling me that both of the calls said they were for tomorrow. So. So all these people will be coming tomorrow. We won't be here. So that's why it's a very low amount of people here today. Um, hopefully, I did send some text messages out to some people. So hopefully more will show up. So I apologize. My fault. I, I, it was too late. I should have did it early in the day. I cannot do things late. I'm just not a late person. I know many people that stay up very late, and I don't know how y'all do it. I can't. I can't do it. I cannot function late at night. So that's the story on why there's not many people here today. But for those of you who are here, I thank you. Thank you for being here. All right, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about. One of them is this young lady, Sandra Bland. I don't know if you guys heard the story, but she was found hanged in jail. African-American lady found hanged in jail. The other thing is the... um, Chattanooga movie theater shooting, which I don't know a whole lot about that. Do you guys know anything about that? I know uh, someone sent me an email saying that it was a hoax. And I'm like, I'm hoping that this stuff is not true because it's like almost everything that happens now, someone sends me an email says that it was a hoax. Sandy Hook was a hoax. This was a hoax. Some of the other things was a hoax. And I'm hoping that, I'm really hoping, well, I'm hoping, the only good thing about it being a hoax is that people really didn't die, I would guess. But it's just above me to even think that the government will go that far to try to uh, dupe the people just to get the guns off the streets or for any other hidden agenda, that just is beyond my comprehension. So I I really hope that it's not true. But this latest video that someone sent me is a little convincing. It's a little convincing. Let me see if I can find it. I'll put it in the chat room. The guy is showing that the the he's showing the news reporting this um, theater shooting. And they said Corporal somebody died in this shooting. And then the guy goes to Google, and he Googles this person's name, and this person has been dead, like, years and years ago. And he did that for two of the people that was supposedly killed in this shooting. So I hope it's not true.
All right. Sorry about that. I put the phone on mute real quick. So anyway, um, did you guys hear about that um, shooting, the the theater shooting? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, and this this is at the same. Did he need me? Excuse me. Okay, one second, you guys. Let me just go. Hey, the refrigerator guy. Hold on. So sorry, you guys. Okay, so that's one thing. The um, the shooting at the theater. I I feel bad if if anybody died. If anybody really did die, um, I I feel bad about that. Now, did you guys hear? Yes, please go ahead. All right. Okay. Situate. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. What you talking about? Okay, as far as um, you know, a lot of things being claimed to be hoaxes and stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. is that it is true that it's a lot of game playing, okay, and staging by the government, like the um, Boston thing and the um, Sandy Hook thing. I mean, it was convincing on the videos on YouTube uh, that claims that they hoaxes, and there's a lot of um, um, misinformation or. Or direct lies, or as far as that, what's the Arizona is when the guy went to see Batman and all that. All right, mm-hmm. but we always got to keep in mind that one of the tactics that agents, that the enemy uses, agents, perps, whatever. All right, is to actually put out false information out there. All right, so we can run with it and then look stupid later on. So, That's true. So, so, okay, when information comes up, okay, and it may, and the person that passing on to you may not deliberately, you know, intend it be for bad, bad information, but they just didn't, you know, do any serious checking. And that's what you got to do is um, do some fact checking and stuff like that. Like, okay, this shoot, this recent shootings, all right, what is it? Okay, he claims it's a hoax, okay, based on what? All right, you know, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want you I, I want you to see this video because this one is a little more convincing than any of the other ones I have seen because he showed actual pictures and actual information where this person had was supposedly already dead, so... Yeah, I'd like to actually yeah, pass that on. I'd like to see it. Yes, I will I will give you guys the name of that in just a second. Hang on, I gotta deal with the refrigerator guy again. Hold on, please.
Excuse me, what happened? What happened? Okay, I apologize. Shouldn't be any more interruptions. Okay, let me um, see if I can find that video real quick. I don't know who sent it to me. I look for this person's name in my email. Here it is. Uh, I'm going to have to play the video to get the name of it. It's called Chattanooga. It's called uh, C-H-A-T-T-A-N-O-O-G-A. Hoax, H-O-A-X. Then it has a colon, and it says mind blower with two explanation points. Okay? So if you guys want to see that, I'm going to put it in the chat room. But for those of you who are not in the chat room, that's how you will find it. It's It's interesting. It is interesting. All right. Did you get it, Charles? Hello? Charles, I walked away. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Um, yeah, I heard you. Okay, but um, I'll, I'll pick it up off the recording and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it, this one was a little more convincing than any other. Right now I'm in the restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one is a little more uh, convincing. But I still, I mean, it, it that would just be ridiculous. <laughs> that would just be ridiculous to go that far to try to dupe the people. Um, I know they've been trying to get guns off the streets. I, I, you know, I just envision a world where we're just going to have to get frisk everywhere we go. I mean, just going to the movie theater, you're probably going to have to go through a metal detector or something pretty soon. And then this came up on the, um, at the same time where the the Batman shooter, I think he's in court right now. So this all came around that time too. So I don't know. Okay, now I'm looking for this other. All right, so this, this um, did you guys hear about the Lady Sandra Bland? Did you guys hear about that, Jerome? Uh, say again, about? Her name is Sandra Bland, B-L-A-N-D. Okay, let me tell you. Yeah. This, uh, this young lady, I can't remember where she originally was from, but she uh, had traveled to Texas. She had traveled to a town in Texas, African-American lady, um, traveled to a town in Texas uh, for a job interview. And she was pulled over by the police because uh, for a lane change. 
uh, like illegal lane change. She hadn't put on her blinker or something. So the cop pulls her over, asks for a driver's license and insurance and everything. So she gives it to him. And he said something about you made an illegal lane change. And she said, well, I noticed you behind me. And so I pulled up, you know, changed lanes, and maybe I didn't turn my flasher on, but, I, you know, I just noticed you behind me, and I was nervous, so I pulled over, and then I noticed that you pulled over too. So, in other words, he was following her, basically. So he runs her, her license plates and everything. This is what the video, there's a full video that shows all of this on YouTube. And he, he runs her license plates, and he comes back to the car and he says something about, uh, you seem a little irritated. And she said, I am. I am irritated because I don't even know why you're pulling me over. And things escalate. Things escalate. And she started cursing him out. I mean, she really cursed him out really, really, really bad. She did. And he told her to put out her cigarette. And she said, I don't have to put my cigarette out. I'm in my car and I can smoke my cigarette. And so then he told her to get out of the car. And she said, why? Why do I have to get out of the car? Because I won't put my cigarette out. So it went from there. And then uh, she she was calling them all kind of names. Now, that she was. Um, and then he just started mishandling her and threw her on the ground. And it just it just got things just went bad. And then he called um, he called for backup. The backup came. Uh, they arrested her. They show him on his um, on on the phone talking to his captain, and he was just telling so many lies. <laughs> if you look at the video, the stuff he was saying was not even matching up. He said that she kicked him, and that's why he was arresting her. If she kicked him, it never showed on the video. And she was saying that it felt like her arm was broke by the way he was mishandling her. And uh, long story short, uh, I don't know if it was the next day or a couple days, but she was found hanged in the jail cell. And they're saying that she hung herself. I don't know why she would have hung herself, because she was looking forward to her job, and you know. But here's what I found out when I did a little research. I found out that she, she was a pretty serious activist. And so that threw red flags for me because they do these people do not like activists. I I believe that she was targeted and that that man was uh that officer was sent to pull her over like that. I know I've been pulled over for nothing. I've been pulled over. I went from never being pulled over to being pulled over often after I was targeted. So they do these kind of things, and I think that that is what was happening with her. So now there's this big thing, and they're 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 yeah. Do I hear a beep? Do you guys hear a beep? Is that somebody's phone, Jerome or Charles? Is that you guys' phone? Okay, Jerome hung up. I think that was his phone. He'll probably call back. Um. So the 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 lady went um. When she was in jail, uh, they said that she told the officers that she had been suicidal in the past. Her family said that she had a miscarriage, I think, back in April, and that she was really upset about that, and uh, maybe she was 
um, suicidal at that time, but if she was, that she hadn't told them about it, but they, they, they do say that she was suffering depression. And she has some YouTube videos out there where she says that she was depressed. But nevertheless, that does not mean that she killed herself. And not only that, she should have never been arrested for a lane change, for changing a lane. And officers are, are uh, Suarez are cursing him out because people are making a big deal because she, she, she did curse him out. And um, if you are a person who gets targeted, you get a little frustrated. You get a little edgy. You know, we're all human. We all have different thresholds. And I think she was very, very agitated by the fact that, A, she should have never been pulled over, and, B, he was taking it way too far for a lane change. And, I, again, I experienced something very similar, very similar when he lied and said that I was talking on my cell phone. But if we have these interactions with officers, yes, yeah, as a matter of fact, they had my car surrounded over a cell phone. They had, uh, it gets frustrating. It does. Um, but I don't believe that lady killed herself. And then they said that this officer had been suspended before or fired, I think, for, what was he playing? He was fired, oh, for racial, something racial, for some racial stuff he had done in the past. And another person was found dead in their cell in that same jail. They didn't go into details about that. And they had her on medium security. Now, why would they have the lady on medium security? For a lane change. In other words, she was like they were watching her in jail as a risk for a lane change. They just took it way too far. Now, Texas is very strict. Everybody knows that Texas is very, very strict. But that's just taking things too far. And I believe that she was targeted because she was an activist. And she probably was an effective activist. I know she had a YouTube video called Sandy Speaks. And she actually seemed like a very uh, nice person because she was, uh, some of her videos, she was addressing the fact that uh, something about, I don't know if it were, were black people that wanted her to be more racist or something. That's what I kind of got out of it. And she was saying, you know, everybody's lives matter. And she kept saying, I'm not racist, you know, in her videos that she had done in the past. She was saying that she's not racist, that she likes everybody or loves everybody, but she just wants black people to know that they are kings and queens and that they deserve to be here. You know, she was a very motivational person. So why they why they single her out and targeted her like this? I'm not I'm not quite sure, but I think that she was an effective activist, and they don't like activists. This world does not like activists. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, Anasa in the chat room says, "Isn't the gang stalking training place in Texas?" I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Tell me more. I never heard that. I know a few targets in Texas that come to this call, but I don't I don't know too much about the um the training place being there. I thought they trained them everywhere. I thought no matter where 
where you live. There's some training. Oh, she heard that on another call. No, I have to ask Bad Baby more about that. Can I say something? Yes, please do. Okay, about that. Okay, okay, to me, the key word that keeps coming to my mind is activists, all right? Okay, mm-hmm. you said that um, it was reported that, okay, or the cops reported that she mentioned that she um, had suicide t- tendencies in the past or something like that? Yes. No activists in their right mind were going to a precinct, okay? I mean, um, being arrested and all that, it would say that to a cop. I mean, no, I mean, I, I, that's, that's too, I mean, that's incredible. That's too incredible for me to believe. You said they wouldn't say what to a cop? That they had um, suicidal tendencies. You just open the door, okay, for anything that happens to you. That's true. But if you had, if a person had suicidal thoughts or a suicide attempt in the past, that doesn't mean that's their present state of mind either. This lady that's what I said. Okay, she, right. no, there's no way in the world she would actually say that. Right. At, at at this point in her life, where she died, it seems as if she had everything to live for. She was uh-huh. in Texas. She was visiting Texas for a job. She was about to start a new job. She was happy in her life, in a good place. Now, when she was supposedly suicidal, it's because she lost her baby. And they and they do show a um, on YouTube. They do show where she did a Facebook post, and she was. Um, because she had a she had built up a fan base on on the internet because um, she was out there encouraging people, you know, right. activism and things. And they uh, there's one video I saw where she was um, apologizing to her fans, and she was saying, you know, um, I apologize for not not doing any videos lately. And she said, well, I'm just going to tell the truth that I've been depressed. She said, I've been depressed, and. Uh, what else did she say? She said that she had been depressed, and she said that she's not going to hide that anymore because that subject is so taboo in the black community, and she wants people to know that it's okay if you feel that way, but that you can come out of it, you know, through God. And I mean, she was she was a very uh, driven, very motivational person. She right. Was. But you okay. Can't and what I'm no point I'm trying to make is that. Okay, upon the arrest, upon the arrest, okay, and they dragging her in the station, okay. She's gonna talk about um her past um um episodes of um, suicidal thoughts. No, nah, I can't believe that. No, 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 no. They had to cover that, and then and then they show the video, which many people have said has been edited, which I believe that too, and they just show the video and. Uh, they're trying to prove that no one went into that cell. Now, let me tell you how they say she hung herself. They say she hung herself with a um, a trash bag. Now, which jail cell has a trash bag in it? Right, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number two, a trash bag cannot <laughs> hold your weight. How can a trash bag hold your weight when it's made out of plastic? It's literally impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So they should well, have I mean, no, no. Honestly, okay, okay. There are some trash bags that can do it. No. It can be done. Why would a bag be in your cell? Right. Okay, that's the number one question. 
What the hell a trash bag is doing in the cell? What is it doing in the cell? Yeah, they're, no. they're adamant about removing stuff that the prisoners can use to uh, commit suicide. So right. why would anything like that be in the cell? Because first not- of all, first of all, to my knowledge, when you go into a jail cell, you go in there with your clothes on and your shoes on. Your shoes can't even have shoestrings in them. Okay. But not so only that, something just came to mind. Something just came to mind. Okay, a trash bag. Why does she hang herself? She can just smother herself. Right. But why would okay? First of all, if it is, and let's just say, let's just say they had a little waste basket in there, which we know they don't. But let's just say they had a little waste basket in there, had a little plastic liner. Okay, that size plastic plastic bag is not large enough to hang a person. Did we? Uh, if if any trash bag could hang a person, it'd have to be a long, hefty, you know, lawn bag. Right. Yeah, one of those big garbage can bags. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, yeah, it's possible, yeah. Yeah, they, no, they need to go on with that story because that's not going to fly. That's just not going to fly. Doesn't add up. No, it does not add up. It does not. And when she called home, she told her her mother that that she thought her shoulder was broken. And I don't think they got her any medical attention for that because he slammed her to the ground. And she was thanking someone. Uh, she was thanking someone across the street. The camera didn't pan in on the person, but she said, thank you for filming this because they are really roughing me up. And, it, you know, it outrages me on, on more than one level. Number one, I believe it's because she was an activist and she was an effective activist, which puts all of us at risk, really. And number two, all of this over a lane change. Right. Which, yeah. Like she said, like she said, she said, I changed the lane because you were behind me, so I was going to let you pass. But then I found out you were really behind me because then you came over there too. So they were targeting this young lady, and she was not even from Texas. She was just there for, you know, for a job interview. So let me just read the article. Okay, the cause of Sandra Bland's death was hanging. The matter, The manner of death was suicide, a prosecutor told reporters citing preliminary autopsy results. Warren Duprame of Waller County, Texas, prosecutor, provided new, t- new details Thursday to support these findings. Bland, a black woman whose arrest and uh, days later death in custody stirred anger nationwide, did not have injuries on her hands, okay? Defensive injuries, uh, defensive injuries there are typical, though not always found in cases of violent homicide, Duprame said. There were no bite marks or other injuries on her face, on her lips, on her tongue, which would be consistent with a violent struggle, he said. If there had been a violent struggle, the prosecutor said, examiners would most likely uh, not expect to see a uniform and consistent mark around Bland's neck, which is what they, in fact, observed. They also did not observe damage to her trachea or esophagus, which they might expect to see had there been a violent struggle, he said. She did have approximately a 30-inch cut marks on her left wrist, according to Duprame, which were in a state of healing. Bland also had lacerations or, or abrasions on her wrist, which are consistent with being handcuffed and struggling. Now, she did say on that video several times that the handcuffs were too tight. 
Um, additionally, she has scabs on her back on the right side of her shoulder blade, which could indicate that someone applied force there or that she applied force against an object, Dupran said. He told reporters Bland had marijuana in her system at the time of her death. Although the early autopsy results offer, in his words, very overwhelming evidence, Dupran stressed to CNN's Aaron Burnett out front that the case is not closed. I feel comfortable that their findings are correct, but there's still a lot of information out there, so we're not uh, forming any conclusions at this point. Nothing's certain. Okay. Uh, state report, jail. Uh, jail that held Bland did not make timely checks. The same day preliminary results were released, CNN obtained a report that shows guards in the jail that held Bland uh, violated policies by failing to do timely checks on inmates. The Formalic two-page Special Inspections Report from the Texas Commission on Jail Standards does not mention Bland by name, but it was filed July 16th, three days after Bland's body was found in her cell, a death that authorities characterize as suicide, but the family and friends and their supporters think it's suspicious. A timeline from the Waller County Sheriff's Office of of what's seen in the video from the jail states that a male guard stopped and briefly talked with Bland shortly after 7 a.m., but no one came back to check until 8.55. That's when the jail personnel found her not breathing and hanged with a trash bag from a metal barrier that separated the bathroom from the rest of her cell. A, um, a death, the sheriff's office said, appears to be self-inflicted exfiliation. The state report notes that there should be a visual face-to-face observation of all inmates by jailers no less than every 60 minutes, Uh, not nearly two hours, as was the case in Bland. In fact, the inspection report found, so her family's going to sue just on that basis alone, I'm sure. In fact, the inspection report found that documentation revealed that Waller County is not completing such checks as required by minimum jail standards. That's not the only apparent violation. The same report states county officials uh, didn't provide proof that jail staff had two hours of annual training with the local mental health authorities in accordance with their approved mental disability suicide prevention plan. The training is to include the recognition, supervision, documentation, and handling of inmates who are mentally disabled um, and or potentially suicidal. Conflicting info about suicidal thoughts on documents. A form that appeared to be filled out by by hand after arrest states that Bland tried to overdose with pills in 2014 after losing a baby, and there are uh, check marks next to yes on these questions. Have you ever been depressed? So this is everywhere where she checked yes. Do you feel this way now? She said yes, according to them. Have uh, have you had thoughts of killing yourself in the past year? She said yes. Have you ever attempted suicide? She said yes to those. Yet a separate document, which appears to be from a computer, has no answer to questions about mental illness and attempted suicide. A reason for the apparent uh, discrepancy was not immediately clear. Okay, so two different things were going on. So 
maybe she actually said no, and then they filled out that form later that said yes. Who knows? Um, I have a hard time dealing with inconsistency, and that seems to have been the theme over the last couple of days here at Bland Sisters, uh, Sharon Cooper told CNN. Um, says Waller County Sheriff Glenn Smith, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind um, that Bland committed suicide. Separately, an inmate who was held in a cell adjacent to Bland told CNN she did not hear any commotion or screaming that would suggest foul play before the 28-year-old was found dead. The woman said Bland wasn't eating and was emotional and often crying during her three days in the jail. She was also stressed about missing her first day of work at her new job. She found out her bond was $5,000 and no one... She was calling and calling, and no one was answering. And then after that, she just broke down. She was crying and crying, Kyle said. That lady should have never been arrested, period. She really should not have been. Um, if Bland, okay, so this minister says that the family doesn't accept that she was suicidal, and he says if Bland was suicidal, Arthur and activist Dwayne Charleston said, the blame lies on Smith, his office, and his jailers for not doing more to keep her alive. Maybe they didn't have information about her mental state. It doesn't matter. Charleston, a former Waller County Justice of the Peace, told CNN she was in Smith's care, custody, and control, and he bears responsibility. Yet Charleston and many others don't buy the idea that Blaine killed herself. Teresa Deer, a longtime minister at the Page AME Church outside Chicago, which Bland attended growing up, noted that as Bland tried to get money to post $5,000 bail, she had a bright future to look forward to and looked likely to be released soon. How could someone go from a place of being excited about the future to now wanting to take their own life? Dear told CNN's New Day, accusing officials of selectively putting out crumbs and morsels, but not the full story. We as a family and a community who love Sandra Bland do not accept this narrative that detectives authorities are putting out in the media. Um, another thing that has angered Bland supporters and raised suspicions even more is how and why she was arrested in the first place. The charges she faced was assault of a public servant. Yes, yet this only happened after she was pulled over for allegedly failing to use her turn signal, which started as a seemingly normal conversation got testy after Texas State Trooper Brian Encinia asked Bland to put out her cigarette. She asked why, at which point the officer tells Bland to get out of the car. She refuses, and a dash cam video shows the officer reaching in threatening Bland with a taser. I will light you up. Yeah, that does show in the video, too. Um, in his arrest warrant affidavit, Encinia wrote that Bland became combative and uncooperative and that she was placed in handcuffs for the officer's safety. Okay, so what are your rights on a traffic stop? Bland's family doesn't think that the traffic stop over a turn signal should have escalated to an arrest. I simply feel like the officer was picking on her, and I believe that is petty, her sister Sharon Cooper told CNN's Eric Buffer. Uh, LaVon Mosley, who says Bland left him a voicemail after her arrest, indicated she was at a loss for words. But 
not hinting about suicide, uh, said it is all a shame, especially her death. Here was a young black female who was on her way to being successful, Mosley said. I don't know what happened in that jailhouse, but obviously something went terribly wrong. Okay, so that's the end of that article. That's on CNN. There's so, so much on the Internet about this because um, it's a shame. This lady shouldn't have died. Now, for whatever reason, they're not really talking about the fact that she was an activist, but she was. She was an activist, and she was she was pretty big in the um, Black Lives Matters movement. And I personally think that is why she was targeted. I really do. He went too far. He snatched that lady out of the car over a lane change because she would not put out her cigarette. And I don't, I don't, I'm, that's not right. And I remember the same, the same sort of scenario happened with me. Because one of the things that I suggest with people, when you get put on by the police, call someone immediately. Because these these police, they're militarized now. They're off the hook. They're just doing anything. So when they pulled me over, the first thing I did was call someone. I called another TI on the speakerphone because we have a hands-free thing out here. Or was on my earpiece. I think I had my earpiece in and the officer kept telling me to get off the phone, and I said, I don't, I don't need to get off the phone. I'm not using, uh, I'm not holding the phone because you're not supposed to be holding it in California, even though at that point I wasn't driving because he had me pulled over. But I had someone on the phone, and they do. They try to tell you, like he was telling her to put out the cigarette. He was trying to tell me to get off the phone. Well, you don't have to. You can, you, you can call someone. I wasn't distracted. I was still talking to him. I just wanted someone to listen to what these people were doing because these 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 officers they are really out of control and I believe that they, they have some sort of indication to let them know when a target is is coming through. Because I know here in California we have license plate readers. And so they your license plate automatically registers when you pass a police car and, and you know they're always following the target. So they know when you're around. So you know just be cooperative, you know, you know, as one article I read said that she was in her legal rights to to smoke her cigarette in her car. But on the same token, it's probably best to be cooperative so something like this won't happen because this is senseless. These, These people are out of control, and they're justified, and it burns me up. When something like this happens and all they get is death duty. Or well, it depends with, on with um, um, saying cooperative, how far cooperative go. Okay, I think people should be educated and, you know, well-educated on their rights and be willing to exercise, stand on their rights. Yeah, but, it, it, yeah, it, I mean, it's tricky because they say we have rights, but do we really? You know, I mean, he just trumped these charges up on this lady. I mean, it went from an illegal lane change to what was it, assault on a police officer. That's yeah, an assault, assault, and that's and that's another thing I wanted to get at. Okay, assault based on what? What was the evidence of the assault? Well, it didn't it say in not. the article, but when if you watch the video, because some uh, a couple people just put in her name, Sandra Bland, and put full video in YouTube. 
and uh, several people have put the video out there. He says, when he's talking on the phone to his superiors, he says that she kicked him. And you could tell the person on the other end was saying, okay, well, that could be, you know, whatever minor charge. And he said, well, I'm leaning towards assault. He kept saying, I'm leaning towards assault. So he was trumping charges up on this lady. Now, the video right. never the video never showed her kicking him. Yeah. If she if she kicked him, I don't know when it happened. But he mm-hmm. said that she kicked him. So here this lady is, three days in jail for a lane change. He uh-huh. should have never pulled her out of her car. She she should have never had to come out of her car. For what? Right. Because she wouldn't put the cigarette out? She wasn't blowing it in his face. Uh, I just think the, the, the uh, officer's uh, feelings were hurt and his ego took over. That's what I think happened. Because she was cussing him down, and she he just yeah. he just got aggravated. She did, she did curse him out. Now she did do that. She called him some horrible things. Um, but officers are supposed to be trained to de-escalate the situation. They are out there with all kinds of people, all kinds of people. Now I'm not saying what she did was right, but we are human, and people get frustrated. Especially right now, there's a lot of frustration going on with the black community and the police officers because of the years of abuse. And it's getting worse again. It's getting it's getting back to the 60s or worse. You know, and she didn't even understand. And then he asked her, he said, you, it seems like you're getting frustrated. She said, I am. You know, she was being honest. And, and some people are very straightforward, and I could tell she's very straightforward young lady. But if you look back on her videos, you could tell that she's a kind she was a kind person. He just, you know, took her there. That's the way I took it. Because if if she was that type that was always cursing somebody out the way she cursed him out, it was showed on all those many videos that she did because she was talking about on some of those videos how she was getting this hate mail and things. And she at the videos, I think I saw three or four of them and I didn't see her curse on any of them. So, you know, everybody has their day where they just, you know, not feeling that. And he was really, he was really, you know, they have, they they do these psychological um, operations where they they try to trigger you. They try, I'm I'm speaking from a theory, they try to trigger you. You know, and if you're not a person that's aware of that or if you're being targeted and you don't know you're being targeted, you can easily be triggered. You can easily be triggered. So I, I think, I personally, I believe that this young lady was being um, singled out, that she was being targeted. I really do. And I'm just glad they did release the dash cam because a lot of times they'll say the dash cam wasn't working that day, you know, but they did release it. So I hope her family gets justice. I think it's a shame. So what happened to the so what happened to the cops so far? They still on duty? Uh, a death duty with pay, I think. You know how they do. And they really need to dig into the fact that this is the second time a person under this man's jurisdiction was found hanged in the cell. Uh, second second time. This man has been fired for some racial stuff and rehired. So they, they need to dig into that. And then um, um, Lamont, who was uh, uh, one of the guest speakers last week on this call, 
he says that he believes that she was probably hit with direct energy because, you know, you, you wouldn't know it. He said he believes that, that some of these officers have direct energy uh, weapons with them, and they could have given the lady a heart attack or something. Direct energy at what? I mean, do what? I mean, because I'm, I'm just part of that um, interview anyway. Oh, no, he's saying, well, Lamont was, he was talking about some other stuff last week, but he was, I was speaking with him yesterday, and he was saying that um, he believes that they may have um, um, assaulted her with some directed energy while she was in jail, and maybe that's what killed her. I don't know. I don't even know how you prove that. It could be true, but I don't know how you would prove it. Okay, like I said, um, I mean, like I said, okay, a lot of the, a lot of the technology that that be discussed, okay, is true. I, I definitely believe it. I, I think sometimes we get just get carried away with it. Really, <laughs> just think so. Yeah, sometimes we get carried away with it. Oh, I, I, I have no argument that it doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, but mm-hmm. we just we just go off on it. You know, I mean, really. Okay, yeah. and we should be careful with that. Yeah, I'm just telling you what he said. He actually did mm. a video on it. But, you know, sometimes we think this stuff is far-fetched too, but it's not. I mean, just think about what's happening to 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 us. I mean, people don't believe that we're followed everywhere we go. They think that's just bizarre. But I can tell you what, it's true. And I got many pictures and videos showing it, proving it. Mm-hmm. Happening in my life, you know. So, yeah. It, it the whole targeting thing sounds bizarre, really, but it's not. They well, set it up to make it look, uh, you know, like if someone was to explain it, they'd look insane or irrational, because it's right. so bizarre and all, you know, off the walls. It's like, why would the government has have such a program? Like, what is it? It makes you look oh. like, uh, you know, a conspiracy theory, theory, you know, kind of individual. You just like yeah. in, in the twilight zone, but it's, you know, unless you're going through it, it's hard to understand. It's hard to believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, guess, remember, I mean, oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. Um, I was just going to say when I used to go to the uh, police department to, uh, to try to get them to help me to figure out why are these police following me. I would always leave there saying it's a perfect crime because it is. It's a perfect crime. You can't, it, it's hard to prove. Nobody believes you, makes you sound insane. It's perfect. They just, I mean, they put some brilliant minds together to come up with this. I have to say, they really did. It's a perfect crime. They get away with killing people every day, with harassing people every day, with torturing people every day. Perfect. That's true. That's true, but. Okay, I think I mentioned it before. I believe I did a couple of times before. As far as that viewpoint, as far as um, throughout society and what how people view um, targeting and, you know, things like that, okay, I think the thing is set up where it gives people an excuse to ignore it, you know? Okay, because there's too much happening today where people are going to say, oh, that's impossible. No, it's not. Okay, and y'all know it's not. Okay, and y'all know damn well it's not. Okay, y'all just don't, because, you know, you just don't want to face the reality of it. 
So just um I I read somewhere um uh some it was a statement that says they give the moral co- uh, cowards an excuse to you know, ignore what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, Edward Snowden helped us out a little bit, I think, and Jesse Ventura did too. I think those helped us out, whereas people sort of start to believe a little more. Because with Edward Snowden, what he did was that he he let people know that this could happen to you too. You know, with the with the cell phones and the um, mm-hmm. computer spying. My only issue with that, I, I know with all those millions of classified documents, our issue had to be in there somewhere. Now, why they're not expo- exposing this, I'm not quite sure. I wish they would. How much? All right. Um, uh, Manasa in the chat room says he yelled at her to hang up the phone. Yes, he did. He did. He yelled at her to hang the phone up. That's what they do. That's the same thing they did to me. They don't want you to be on them. They don't want you to tell anybody what they're doing to you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Support. Say it again, Jerome. They separate you from your support, from your support base. That way you're alone and you can do what they want. If you are ever in that situation, I'm telling you, call someone. And for me, I had to call like three people. I kept getting people's voicemail. But even if you even if you do get somebody's voicemail, leave the, leave the information as quick as you can because they will take that phone from you. Leave it as quick as you can. I'm getting um, pulled over by uh, license plate number. Da, 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 da. The officer's name is because I kept asking the officer, "What is your name?" And the other one who was on the other side of my car, surrounding my car, what is your name? So that it is recorded on somebody's um, recorder or something. Really. Um, and NASA says they drain my cell phone battery every time I try to use it in public. Okay, so what you should do is get you one of those um, portable batteries. You plug it in, uh, you charge it at home, and then you take it with you in your purse, and it's a backup battery. So you always have a battery since they drain your, your um, battery. And they're not they're not too expensive. You can get them as low as $10. So that way you always have a, a backup battery. Very important. Um, Cheryl, are you on the call? Yes. How are you doing? Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm over here washing dishes and everything. I didn't know I was making noise. <laughs> You're not making noise. I just saw you on the call and I wanted to say hello. I don't hear I don't hear you washing dishes <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay. I'm doing fine. How you doing? I'm okay. How did the rest of your um journey go today when you were out? I was sharing, I hope you don't mind, but I was sharing with the people on the call, um, how you were saying that, you know, people want to put their hands on you all the time now. Well, yeah, and if you allow me, can I just talk about it for a minute? Please do, yes. Okay. Um, My name is Cheryl. I live in Sacramento, California, and Sacramento seems to be a hot spot for gang stalking. I've been gang stalked for about five to six years. Um. What is happening lately is that a lot of people are starting to tap me on my shoulder. And I'm talking about men, women, just 
I'm walking down the street and somebody will run up to me and tap me on my shoulder, okay? And we, we get into assault now. We're past the hand signs and the hand signals and the glares and the staring, the helicopters and the police dogs. We pass all that. And I heard that this was a no-touch program, you know, but they are starting to put their hands on me, and I'm starting to protect myself. But when I do protect myself, it doesn't look like I'm protecting myself. It looks like I'm a crazy black woman going off. But I know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, but everybody else don't see that, and they don't know the little manipulative things that they are doing. And so um, I, I don't know what to do. Do you fight these people back when they put their hands on you? And maybe uh, somebody could give me some, some suggestions or some help because I, I just don't know what to do. Why, why don't you just verbally uh, confront them and say, why are you touching me? I've you done know? that. I've done that. I said, yeah, no. just, just try and get people to, uh, to uh, be aware of what's going on. And the more eyes that are on it, then the you know the the more chances it is, or no, that they won't uh, continue that behavior. But if you if you go all physical, I think they want you to freak out and go all physical. That way you look like a nutcase, right? And that way they, they have an angle on you. But but if you use verbal like why are you touching me? Like you know you have no right to touch me. Like why are you, why are your hands on me? I didn't give you permission to touch me. That might be an, an angle that way. Try and turn it around that, you know, you're the one that looks like the good person and they're the ones that look like the villain. But they want you to look like the villain and they want they want to look like I'm not really doing anything. I'm just being friendly. So that's well, well, you know what? When I get I'm a bus rider, so when I get on the bus, I can see them look at each other. This one look at this one and this one look back and do his little hand signal and then I sit down. And whoever's sitting in back of me, because they got it so orchestrated, that whoever sits in back of me touches me and don't want nothing. I just and tell them, yeah, please don't touch me. Can you please keep your hands off me? I didn't give, I didn't give you permission to touch me. Why, why did you touch me? You know, just, just highlight it and make you just turn around and make them look like the villain because they are. You know, don't don't have a strong emotional reaction and start being... No physical and shouting, because that's what they want. They want you to look irrational. They want you to look like you're out of control, you know, and that way they can probably escalate it to calling the authorities and then have you arrested, thrown in jail, and whatever else comes after that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you just have to play the game, but just play it better than what they're doing. And I think maybe if I go to a, a anger management class, maybe that could help me. Uh, well, you you're not you're not you're not the issue in this particular situation, Cheryl. This is them assaulting you because I consider those assaults, and I am starting to get that as well. And I'm trying I need to pray on how to handle that because I know that that is set up to trigger me. I know that, and I'm not going to give into that because I already know what that is. But you're right. I get I get that too, Cheryl. With me, they'll say. Um, oh, excuse me, you know, and then they tap you on the shoulder, or, hey, how you doing, and then they tap you, you know, in a friendly, supposedly friendly way, but it's not because it's happening too many times. Yeah, this happens to be with people who I know 
are in on my harassment. So, yes, that is one of the tactics that they use, but I'm able to hold my peace, but I know what you're saying, you know, it's not right. And it is assault. That's assault. So what I had suggested to Cheryl is that she um, go to City Hall, because you guys know I go to City Hall. I, I believe in telling everybody. Um, and let them know that there is a stalking problem in your community and that people are physically assaulting you on a daily basis. Um, that way, if anything comes up and they try to arrest you for assault, you have already let it be known. You have let it be known in a public format that this is happening to you because that's what I'm going to do the next time I go down there. I'm going to let that part of my targeting be known. I plan to let it all be known before it's over. Every single item and every person's name will be exposed if I can help it. Um, so, yeah, I think that you should let that be known because you also shared that you have been assaulted in the past at your local store. So this is what they're doing to you. Yes, I, I was assaulted um, at my grocery store across the street by three employees. So what I did, I, um, I went to the NAACP, and I told them what happened. They sent me to a lawyer who, who clearly says the assault is there. I was just standing there purchasing my item, and... Uh, the guard came by, he said something smart, I said something back. Next thing you know, we're all tussling. I'm tussling with two security guards, and the, a store employee came over and started grabbing my hair. The lawyer says, w w what did you do? I said, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything. So uh, that's in litigation, and I don't know how that's going to come out with all this going on, how they got control over everything. So I'm just, uh, uh, it's, uh, the assault thing is just getting really bad with me. I'm sorry you're going through that. I, I know I know exactly what you're describing. I go through that too. Um, and it catches you off guard. That's the other thing. You Most of the time you can't see it coming. My, my Actually, my boss is starting to do it a lot, and I write it down every time because he never did that. He never touched me, ever. And all of a sudden, every time I turn around, he's touching me. He's touching me. He's poking me. He's hitting me on my arm because he wants to tell me something. And he's doing it at the same time that all these other stalkers are starting to do it. And and, and and with him, I'm really surprised because he shared a story with me that in the past a female accused him of um, sexual harassment. So for him to be touching a female when he's already being accused of that, I don't think he would do that. So I can tell that he's being put up to it, but I write it down every time, and eventually I will address it with him as well, that I don't want to be touched because I'm not a person that touches other people. Okay, and you know, well, you just know that it's not, I mean, people do, there are people who do gesture that way, but you can kind of tell when it's just happening all the time, all the time, that there's more to it. So hang in there, Cheryl. I hope yeah. it gets better. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for letting me share that. And it, it has to be hard, you know, you're out there on public transportation and, you know, you just want to go on. 
about your day, and you have to deal with this stuff. But don't stop. You know, don't stop going out. They just want to stop you from whatever you're doing. Why were you targeted in the first place, if you don't mind sharing? I know you shared it with me, but. You know I like to talk. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I had a problem with uh, drugs, okay? And I'm going to just be honest. Um, uh, I went to a 12-step program, and in this program, they teach you, in order for you to stop using and expel the obsession to use, you have to do a fifth step. And what that entails is that you have to share every little dirty secret that you've ever done if you want to stop using. This is what they taught me, and that's what I did. I told everything from when I was a little child all the way up to, you know, I'm 50 years old now. So there was a a gentleman. He wanted to have relations, and the person that I shared all this with, she had liked him too, but she was married. So I went to her and said, you know, he wants to, you know, have relations. Are you okay with it? She said, knock yourself out. Go ahead. When it was over, I called her to do my check-in. This is Cheryl. I'm checking in. And she said, well, how was it? And I'm like, oh, my God. And then she, the next thing you know after that, she got with a few people. And they felt like they needed to go report me to um, law enforcement because much of the targeting, forgive me, much of the things that they say on the fly is things that I shared with her. These people going to organizations, they call me a pedophile. Whatever building I go to in my apartment community, they call me that. Um, they, you know, they, they, everything. Hold on, because somebody wants to walk way over here while I'm talking now. <clears throat> so they, uh, they, everything that I shared on our fifth step is the things that these people that are chasing me all over town, is they, they said everything that was on there. So, and they distorting things. I have a health problem. Um, and and uh, it, it's about, uh, you know, I, I have a health condition. And when I went into McDonald's, I guess they had beat me at McDonald's, and they told the two little teenage girls to look back at me and snicker and making comments. Let's just say it was cancer. It's not cancer. It's another condition. But And they were talking about people, person having cancer. You know, um, how did they know to talk about that as soon as I walked in the door? So everything that I share with that lady is what these people are targeting me about. That's how, that's when it all began. And uh, so that's how it all started for me. That was five years ago. Uh, I am very angry at that lady. Um, 
and I don't want to say too much more on it. I want to want to incriminate myself in case they got this phone monitored, but that's when it all began for me. And uh, I've been um, going through this for the last five to six years. Now, it's just one more thing. I guess they got me and my oldest child. He's going through this, too. He calls me and say, Mama, is some people still following you? I say, yes, they are. They following you? He said, yes. The other children don't say anything, but it's the oldest one. He says he, he don't have a problem. He just makes friends with them. That's what he says. Well, I said, well, I don't appreciate being followed. I'm not making friends with nobody. So uh, that's, you know, pretty much how it all started for me, uh, Renata. Yeah, I um, I wanted to address and see if people had thoughts on how you said when you went into, I think you said McDonald's or fast food, the, the kids said something about the medical condition and you're wondering how, you know, they knew or whatever. Well, we know that these people share the information and, you know, they use anything that they think uh, will, will affect you. They're going to use, you know, use it to try to psychologically harass you. But the other thing about that is that they will say familiar things, which will fall under the category of directed conversation. They will say familiar things that nobody is supposed to know, and that's just to get your attention and, again, to psychologically harass you. So I just wonder, like, does anybody else on the call get that and how you handle that? Because I'm, I really, things like that don't bother me because I, I know, I know, I know what they're doing, so I don't pay attention to it. I can just, like, release that and let it go. Most of the time I have my earphones in with my music anyway, so I don't – I just don't care what people think or say. I'm past that, and I already know they're stalkers, so I don't let it affect me. But does anybody else go through that? Well, yeah, I don't um It's just part of the package where they – you know, they set things up. Uh, they they follow you. They have people who I don't know sometimes how they get the intel of where you're going to be, but they they have people there waiting. You know, and they do their little their little crappy little routine. You know, and they say things that you know people should not know about you. But that's that's just the way it is. What do I do? I just um. Sometimes I have my music plugged into my ear, and other times I just blank them out. I just treat them like lint, like garbage. You know, if I'm going in to order food, I just order my food. And if I'm sitting down, I'm just eating. I'm not paying attention to whatever anyone is doing unless they, they, you know, if they were to physically touch me, then I'd handle it. But, uh, you know, if they're just carrying on like clowns and jackasses, I just tend to block them out. No, and uh, if I've got music with me, I just plug it into my ear and just uh, go into my little music world there and just blank them out because they're garbage. They're less than garbage. I don't, I don't give them too much power, power and energy. And you know what? The uh, the cell phone is a beautiful thing for us targets because you can listen to your music. You can text. You can write on your notepad because I'm forever taking notes. You can write on your notepad. You can pretend to be doing something. You know what I'm saying, Cheryl? Ignore. Ignore. You have got to have a thick skin. 
You really do, because they they are trying to find any and everything to get under your skin. So doodle with your phone. You know, when you're standing in line, when you're on the bus, act like you don't see them, act like you don't hear them. And if you do, never let them see you sweat, you know? And it'll get better. Charles, were you going to say anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, There was a couple points uh, that came up I want to touch on. Um, Okay, how I handle it. Um, Basically, it's like, you know, what y'all said. Okay, I've got an iPod, you know, and, you know, I'll be tuning into that. Okay, like the um, restaurant I just left. Okay, they be doing it quite a bit. Okay, I mean, well, they used to. Then they stopped. And, I mean, well, at least um, calmed down a bit. Okay, because I just put them on eight, you know. And, um... You know, I know I, I I got a pretty good idea how you know how the how the system works as far as um, what they do. Okay, they get on their cell phones and they get on um they um internet, Facebooks and whatever, and you know communicate with each other and all that type of stuff. Plus, what else I want to talk about is what she was saying earlier about. Um, some groups, you got to be careful about some groups to hook up with. I mean, especially they tell you this, oh, you got to tell uh, the bulls all your inner secrets and all that type of stuff. No, uh-uh. No. No. I mean, there's, I mean, there's some things, okay, people don't, uh, people don't know. I mean, that's, you know, consider close to me and there's some those things nobody would never know. As simple as that. And that's the attitude I got. As simple as that. I, I, and I know you want to open up and, you know, and, you know, t- type of relieve yourself and all that. But, no, uh-uh. You got to be careful of that sort of thing. Okay? And it's well, you really, see, they just deceived like, her. They deceived uh-huh. her because they deceived her. That, that, that facility, that rehab facility was wrong because they deceived her and all the other people into divulging their deeper secrets, and it just shows how she was earnestly trying to get over her addiction. So she figured, if I take this step, this will help me to get in the right direction because she was yeah, I understand about, that. That's, you know, yeah, I understand so that. That's wrong. what I'm speaking on, and that's what I'm speaking on, is that there's many traps out there. It's not just individual traps. It's also these organizational traps, okay? If you trace back, when you really dig, they go back right back to the government. Okay, and does that I mean tap into you and keep uh, keep control of you and stuff like that. I mean, you know, tap into you, you know, your inner workings and whatever and all that. Oh. I mean, that's something between you and the creator that you have to work out with, you know, and stuff like. That. And then there's some things you just sit down and talk talk with, with uh, one person in this or organization, or whatever. But you, I mean, you got to know how to pick who's who. And I'm going to tell you something else. A lot of this, this stuff that we go through, it will help us to work on ourselves in order to get stronger. Not that you've done anything wrong, but it just helps you to get stronger. And one of the things I see, if there's anything in your past, and that goes for all of us, uh, that, that we are ashamed of or that we feel that we did something wrong, we ask God to forgive us, we forgive ourselves, and we keep it moving. That way they cannot hold any of this over your head to make you feel bad. 
everybody has a past, including mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody has a past. You know what I'm saying, Cheryl? So whatever you feel like you need to correct from your past, you really can't correct it because what's done is done, but you ask God to forgive you, you forgive yourself, and you keep it moving. So it doesn't matter what they say. They can't They can't hold that over your head. They can't hurt you with that, you know? And that's, that's the way I see it. I've had to do that myself because nobody, nobody has a clean slate, none of us. And what I what I what I've learned in my years of living is that the people that try to hold these things will be ahead of the most dirtiest people of all. That's true. Cheryl, are you there? Yes, I'm listening. I was trying to make it back to my apartment. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. You don't 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 let anything they say affect you. You have obviously taken some serious strides forward, you know, with with getting over your drug addiction. So that's beautiful right there. So don't let them, no matter what they say, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, um, I've come a long way because I used to didn't leave my house. But now it's like I'm going to live like everybody else. I'm going to do what everybody else is doing. Good for you. Good for you. And that's what they don't like. That's what they don't like. So they want to try to get you back in that place where you where you won't leave your house. But never go backwards. Always go forward. Okay, I'm gonna go on mute, Renata. Thank you for letting me share. Okay, no problem. Oh Lord. We just have to stay strong, everybody. And sometimes that's easier said than done. Yeah, this is not an option in this program, though, because, you know, if you if you go there, you're just trying to whittle you down to nothing. So you got to stay upright and strong. It's not a, you can't. Weakness is not an option. That's where they want you to be. They want you to, they want to put you in a point of weakness that they can just mm-hmm. do nothing. So that's not mm-hmm. even an option. You just got to stay strong and upright. That's it. That's true. And take some time. Take some time for yourself. That's why I'm going to um, not be here next Sunday because I'm going to take some time to go out in nature and do some things. So sometimes we just have to regroup, you know, yeah. and uh, take our mind off this targeting, which that's kind of hard because they try to make sure you don't take your mind off of it. And I'm sure I'm going to have to deal with the stalkers, but um, but I'm still going to get away because um, it, it gets tiring. And I just, I just don't want to give them all my time and attention and my entire life. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, totally agree. Mm-hmm. And another thing I wanted to uh, point out, um, what you said about um, um, people that, um, or how we encounter people that, um, uh, sent out false information and all that. I told I told you a few times, okay, on, on this call about uh, the person who uh, used to play me close, all right, and I just uh, decided to cut him off all the time. I couldn't stand having to hang have him hanging around. But the thing about it is, one of the ways, okay, you can uh, you can uh, uh, detect who's who. 
Okay, I don't, I, I don't I don't suggest that you try this often, but every now every now and then, and keep a strong handle on what you say, and remember what you say. But give um give um certain people um uh, some um uh, false information, okay, and then when it circles back around, you know where it's coming from. Yeah, that's true. Did you do that, Charles? Charles? Yeah. Did you do that to someone? Have yeah, you yeah that I, told you this, the guy that, the guy that used to, uh, I told you the guy that used to play me close, okay, he swore, he swore he was using me, I was using him. Okay? All right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I peeped who he was from almost from day one, okay? And, you know, like I said, I used him instead of him using me. Mm-hmm. All right? But, then, I mean, when you're doing something like that, occasionally, okay, I'll admit, occasionally some things will slip that you don't intend to, you know, and stuff like that. That's, that's why I say you get... Uh, it's, a, it's, long, it's a long process on, on uh, how to deal with something like that. But, you know, um, it will slip... Uh, Things I would let let out that intend to let out stuff like that, and but you don't worry about it. You try to correct it if if you can, and if you can't, if you can't stuff like that. But most of the time, you know, I was on top of the situation. But the thing, this BS got so bad that I just didn't. I couldn't stand him hanging around me so much. So that's it. You know, I, when I moved out to Queens, I just totally cut him off. I knew he was an agent. Hmm. Yeah, that's tricky, you know, when you're trying to have friendships and relationships. That can be really tricky, but it's it's, it's good not to be in denial. You know, like you said, you kind of felt something wasn't right from the beginning. Because they have been known to set people up and, you know, Destroy people. Set people up, uh, put out false information, stuff like that. And like I said, okay, one of the ways you, okay, um, um, not only detect, but also, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Um, sabotage what they're doing, okay, is to deliberately give them some false information. And, okay, when it, like I said, when it comes back around, you know who it came from. Yeah. Mhm. That's you know this whole um, people interaction thing. That's that's still something the Lord has to work with me on because I I just don't I don't I don't do people well. I do I do very well on these calls <laughs> over the phone, but when it comes to in person interaction, I just rather not. I just especially being targeted. I just don't I don't I've never been one to play games, and I just don't. I just don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. I just don't. It's just, I mean, especially now, they will just in person after person. It's, it's, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i the same way. I don't like playing games and stuff. Okay, that's why I said, I mean, I guess the vast majority of the people that target are honest people. Okay, so that's not mm-hmm. something, that's not a tactic. 
that you use all the time, okay? Try to maintain an honest space as much as possible, as much as you can. But every now and then, just to weed out the um, the bullshitters, okay? You got to get sneaky yourself. At least that's how I look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we, we are social beings. You know, we need interaction. Some people need more than others. Um, and it's, it's honestly, it's nice to be, um, you know, in different social circles and sharing information and uh, doing hobbies with people and parties or whatever, you know, the person wants to, wants to do. Um, it's just to figure out who's right and who's not, you know. And as a target, it's really important because the the people who they send to your circle, they don't send those people with good intentions. They send them with bad intentions. They send them to try to control you, you know, to put you. I was listening to a guy's YouTube video yesterday, and he was saying how everyone, like he, he, he said he felt like his whole life was a lie because he had been married to this lady for over 10 years only to find out that she was a perpetrator, that she was sent. And then he, he went through all these ways how he knew for sure. And then he, I mean, he went all the way down to his dentist who was involved, and they were all friends. And it, it was, wow, it was like his whole life. And then he ended up having children with this lady. And and I'm sitting there thinking they would go that far to where they would send someone to actually marry and start a family with you? That's taking it too far. That is taking it too far. And then he said somehow his daughter uh, got killed by someone that was involved. I was like, wow, this is too much. Too much. So people, I mean, the people who they send who actually marry you, do they get a check every month? (laughs) Are they on the payroll? I mean, gosh. It's terrible. And then he said the lady took all his money. She just, like, depleted his bank account, destroyed his businesses, and he's left with nothing in the end. It's terrible. And you think, you know, that you're just meeting these people just uh, innocently or, you know, like anybody else would meet somebody. Like you just happen to to be at the bookstore at the same time and you and you meet the person. Only years later to find out that, no, that person was sent to the bookstore because they knew you would be there. Oof. Terrible. What were you saying, Jerome? It's also possible that you're, you you could meet someone who's clean and then they get recruited later on in the marriage because maybe the marriage is not going well and they're disgruntled about how the marriage is going. And that leaves a gateway for the devil to come in. So it's That's true, too. It could be recru- recruited. You know, they didn't start off as a perp, but they end up being a perp. So that's... That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very true, too, Jerome. I mean, just the same where they would family members uh, recruit them later or friends or whoever. They try to get everyone around the target, if possible. That that would be the idea situation for them. 
Um, Manasa in the chat room says they love online daters, and a TI should never date online. Um, someone was here a couple weeks ago on this call, and they were saying how um, they date online, and and the women always turn out to be perps, and the ones that are not, they run them away. I don't. It's, it's tricky. I don't know. I don't know how a TI dates. I really don't know. Yeah, I'm still. I, I want to talk to Scott about getting that social group going because that's a safe environment for us to be in, mostly. Because I think the people that are mostly going to be on the side is going to be TIs, right? I'm saying that there is probably some people that are going to infiltrate because there's no hundred percent guarantee. But that'd be a good way to start. Just make a like a website that the TIs can go and uh, you know and interact and socialize. I mean that would be a safe. So you guys part. are gonna do you guys are gonna do a social site? Yeah, I want to. I spoke to him about uh, making a social group. I don't know if he he, uh, he heard me, but that that's that's a safe you know safe uh, place to be. That's a safer place to be. Well, make sure you put a bunch of disclaimers out there. Yeah. You know how they infiltrate any and everything. I mean, there's it's sort of, I mean, a lot of TI sort of use uh, Facebook that way. True. You know, with the social platform. It would be nice. It would be nice. I, I just don't know how you do it, but... Um, I think anyone who wants to date should be able to date without having to worry about that kind of stuff. I mean, you still have to worry about it even if you're not a TI because, you know, some people are just not right, period. Yeah. But um, it would it would be good if people could, could meet a companion, even if not for dating, but just to socialize. Yeah, to socialize because I do know some TIs say they're not even interested in dating. Well, and that's fine too, but scary to open yourself up to that situation, you know, because you don't know who you're gonna, you know, who you're dealing with. So it's difficult. It's, yeah, be a little bit intimidating, I guess, you know, because you have to let the person into your life and they get to know you, and you know that you 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 want to drop your guard, and then you don't know how it's gonna work out because they know you. You know, like Bob Marley says, your best uh, friend could be your worst enemy, and your worst enemy could be your best friend. You know, someone will eat and drink with you. You know, and behind the back, they're trying to eliminate you. So, you know, when 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 you're when you open yourself up to to someone you you want to to be in your life, it's a, it's, a, it's a risk. Even if you're not a TI, it's just always going to be a big risk. So, just have to, that's true. Yeah, the best you can mm-hmm. just. One of the things that I would love to see for the TI community is, um, number one, everyone to be able to identify other targets in their areas some kind of way. And for that group of people to not only find um, different uh, activism things that they could do together, but to be able to hang out. Just hang out and be regular people. Go to the movies. Go shopping. 
uh, go to the grocery store together, you know, to help the other T.I. feel safer because some people have issues going out in public, you know. Like Cheryl, you know, someone in her area will be able to go with her when she has to go on the bus and things like that. But just, to, you know, if, if the two T.I.s have small children and get together for play dates, just a social community type thing with other T.I.s, other true T.I.s, not the perpetrator ones, but the true ones. I would love to see that. I really would. And I know that we could make it happen. We just have to figure out how to make it happen. I just think it's so interesting that the TIs are so spread out, and I think that's orchestrated. I really do. Somehow that's orchestrated. Because I know there's a lot here in my area, but we can't seem to get together. And I know that there's some in Canada because I've spoken with some here on. And I know and there's, there's many in New York, York, too. The thing about yes. it is, okay, I, I, may I put a suggestion out there, that sometime, uh, you know, a certain call or one one or two calls got to be dedicated to that, just that discussion, having that built and how they get that built. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I, I said that I was going to um, put on my YouTube page some kind of announcement for anybody from this area to contact me because it, there's so many here. I know there are. There are a lot here. And I would like to just get together, not even necessarily for a TI thing, but just get together because sometimes we just want to hang out or we want to talk or you know, go to a movie, go to a play, go to, you know, whatever. True. So a lot of the people seem to be doing it alone because they are, don't know who to trust. But you've got to, you know, people that are going through your situation, that's a good way to start. You know, start or with people are head. not doing things at all, you know, and maybe a, a TI who's a little bit stronger can encourage that person. Maybe they'll feel more secure going out if they're with someone. We're having a uh, a kite festival here tomorrow. I'm going to the kite festival. I don't care how many stalkers are there. I'm going to the kite festival because <laughs> I like stuff like that. You know, and if there were other TIs in this area, I would love for them to come. I mean, we have to learn to live again. You know what I'm saying? We do. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fantastic idea. Life goes on and... They want to rob you of your life and your joy and your hope and your your illumination. You know, they just want to suck you down to zero. You know, they want you to be inside hiding and depressed and doing drugs and just wanting to slit your wrist. That's that's to them that's a job well done. So anything opposite to that, you know, going out and living, socializing, meeting people, going to events and just having a good time, dancing, just go to festivals and just go have some food and it just bugs the living Jesus out of them. You know, they don't want to see that. You know, so hooking up with TIs, when I say hook up, I mean, you know, hanging out and socializing. And if there's something going on, yeah, step forward with numbers, like three, four of uh, TIs. Just go to an event and just hang out and just have a good time and just enjoy the day, enjoy the sun, enjoy the activity, you know, because... Uh, these these scumbags they got numbers. That's what they got in their in their corner. They go out. They don't go out one at a time. They go out with twos and threes and fours and tens. That's what we need to do. 
You know, we need to go to social events in a group. You know, that's a fantastic, a fantastic idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is one hundred percent. I mean, we got to really start coming together. But we've been saying that several times. Okay. Thing about it is, okay, like, okay, for instance, Keith put the thing on the table and uh, uh, Scott is running with it. Okay, as far as, I mean, it starts with that. And then, I mean, we build on this. And we we got to have a structure. I, I, I strongly suggest that we got to have a structure where we actually going to have to have this thing emerge. Okay, talk about having this thing emerge. Where we going to have um, meet, meetups and stuff like that. Really? Well, um, actually, uh, Scott is having a call today. What time do we say his call is, Jerome? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, I think. Eight Eastern, so five yeah. Um, Pacific. Yeah. Yeah, we have to just do it. Just I, it. I didn't hear that last part. What was it? Why don't we just do it to like uh, start a Facebook group or something like that? You know. Or someone can go on Facebook and then put out invites to get the the Facebook addresses for the other TIs and just you know start uh, start that way. That way, there's a well, there's a, there's a bunch of Facebook groups out there for each different city and state. They're they're out there. Okay, Facebook and have a forum. Besides that, um, besides what's the name forum? Huh? publicize that you know that that and hook up with the TIs localize. Mhm. Where to start? Yeah, we have to um, we have to actually do something. That that's what frustrates me about this community. People love to talk to you, but when it comes to actually physically doing something. Not too much action. Yeah. And that frustrates me. And then I'm the type, I'll just do it alone. Because I don't really need people to do things with me, but some people do. I mean, it, but it would be nice. Even though I am the lonely type, it still would be nice. It would be nice. I would I would hang out with selective people. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Every now and then. Not often, but I would. I really would. And I and I just think that we need to do that. We just need to do that. There's no other way to get on with your life than to just get on with your life, you know? That's it. Got to start doing things. Well, the, the simplest thing to do, okay, next time uh, I come on this call, I'm just, I'm just going to have, a, like, a Facebook thing. That way I can get... Uh, can send out my information and then people can, uh, you know, come on the uh, the Facebook uh, account and we can just start that way. We can just build it that way. That's a good way to start, you know, for our own group here. For the you say you're going to do what now? Say again? What did you say? I missed that. No, I said that uh, next time I come on the conference call, I'm going to have... Uh, what do you call it? My Facebook account all set up. That way, people can come on it, and we can socialize that way. You know, so can I start a Facebook group, a Facebook social uh, uh, community? That sounds good. 
I'm not a big social media person, but I probably would come on there every now and then. We have to do something. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I mean, like like when like Renata says, okay, Facebook, Twitter, and all that, I never mess with. But all right, okay. I mean, okay, based on uh, based on you know the um, the um, rep that um, you know I feel about uh, Jerome. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That way we can you, have just care, you have to be careful not to share too much on Facebook, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. They monitor that thing big time. Yeah, they do. Because well, I, I, I said, okay, go ahead. No, I was going to say over the years I've had so many ideas for the um, – TI community, but I just get discouraged sometimes because my my whole thing is I like to motivate people. I think that's what what God has me doing, and I I really appreciate that. But I I want to motivate people to action. Like it frustrates me that people don't, and not everybody, but a lot of people don't seem to move forward. Or I don't know. It just kind of frustrates me. Like. I just think like we should have been gotten some attention on our issue if we would have all come together. It's just frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Go ahead, Charles. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. But um based on what you just said, yeah, I mean, you know, it's all like I said, this is the first step. I mean, the foundation is already out there as far as these calls and stuff like that. Okay, so you got to, you know, move from this, okay? You know, build up from this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, because I mentioned it to Scott one one time or maybe a couple of times that, yeah, okay, as soon as I get myself situated, because I got to, um, okay, definitely um, try to, Going to make a move on the next couple of weeks, okay, as far as getting placed. But, um, yeah, I got to get back on, you know, my my computer, my own personal computer in, in my place and the Internet and stuff like that. And what I do, okay, is that um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pretty soon, probably by the end of this year, open up a form. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, we just, yeah. Need, to move. Yeah, we just need to move forward. What are you going to do, Charles, a talk shoe call? Huh? What are you going to do, a talk shoe call? No, I'm on a message board for Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I might, or I might do that, too. I might do that to call, too. I don't know. But I think uh, we got enough serious people out there as far as on the calls but I don't see too many forms, except for the, um, um, the one that Derek got. I mean, it's pretty well set up, but everybody got conflicts as far as Derek, including myself. So, um, but I, I got to admit, it's pretty well set up, you know, as far as, you know, the I don't think I've ever seen his form. Where is it at? I, I've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, I mailed it to you the first time, the first week, the first time I called on your show. To show you all. Oh yes, you did. Oh yes, you did. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You're right. 
So people really use forums? I don't, I'm not one that use them. Um, people, I mean, there's a lot of forums that's being used. I mean, they put it this way. Alex Jones' forums are like off the hook. I mean, I mean, he probably gets thousands of um, folks every every day. Okay, um, this I mean, the forums is useful. It depends on how how well manned it is. You know how well handled it is, and people go there and they trust it and things of that nature. Oh, okay. like uh, yeah, like uh, like for instance, like I said, Alex Jones. Okay, even though I, I, you know, I question a lot of things that he does and stuff like that. Okay, but he's got a heavy following, and I mean, he gets hundreds of thousands of posts a day. Wow. However, yeah, we really can cool. help each other. You know, get the message out and support one another. That's what we should do. That's good. Yeah, I'm good. Just need to move forward, so you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just just get it done. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start with my Facebook uh, situation and just build on it. Yeah, I suggest that um again that you know discussion be done around this, okay. And one of the things about about that is that you know things that we come up with. Okay, one of the things it's got to be based on honesty. The thing got to be based on honesty. It, it ain't gonna be no like um, unneeded like um, um, going to war type thing. But I mean, if if um, criticism and contradictions do come up, all right, we got to be we got to be ready to face it, honestly face it, and deal with it straight up. Okay, it's not gonna. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be any sweeping under the rug and things like that. All right, that's one of my suggestions. If you have, uh, are you talking about a um, a forum? Huh? No, what you talking forum, about? I mean, no. Well, okay, as far as if we ever get a um uh a call, like okay, I mean, it's uh hard. I mean. A, a discussion to, uh, strictly dedicated to this thing, okay? Um, there's going to be things that's going to be brought up that we're going to have to honestly face, okay? I'm I'm pretty sure. And um, naturally, it, it can't be no, it ain't going to be no tra-la-la type of thing where we just skip, you know, the sunshine and roses, we skip get through the garden in slow motion and all that, there's going to be some hard tacks coming up that we're going to have to deal with. Okay, there's no sleeping under the rug, and, you know, it's got to be some criticisms. Okay, it depends on how, how the criticisms are presented, long, as long as they're presented in a respectful, respectful manner, a manner, I mean, a respectful manner, yeah, okay, but uh, in other words, it's got to be honest. Right. Mhm. Well, I'm sure it will work out. Yeah. yeah. We just gotta get people active. I, I just I struggle with that. I don't know how to get people active in this community. I don't. I guess everybody just deals with so much that they just 
don't it's, know. Easy to, it's easy to get bogged down, especially when you're on the call. You 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 have uh, you have your uh, TI, uh, you know, brethrens and and uh, you know, family, and you feel energized. But as soon as the phone goes down, like uh, you know, maybe you lose a little bit of energy and purpose. So you know, like what I do with uh, with with the numbers that you gave me, I I call them up uh, sometimes and just talk. Sometimes I call you if there's something going on. If I'm getting targeted, I just tell you what's going on, and it makes you know you you feel better, knowing that there's some support and there's a voice out there. You know that's that's important. That 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 buddy system is very important because it makes a like difference. Said, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Mhm. Like you said, you you've called people. You know, in the heat of going through that stuff, and I have too. Like I was saying earlier, when I got put over by the police, first thing I did was call a couple of different TIs. So that that buddy system is more than just um, a casual thing or having somebody to talk to. It can actually save you from some some things. It can save you from going to jail. It could save you from getting killed, you know what I mean? Because you have somebody to talk to or somebody to talk you down, or um, it also can serve as a witness. You have somebody to witness what you're going through at that moment, which can kind of tone that other person down a little bit if they know that you're on that phone with someone. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a good thing. It really is. You're my landlady. I mean, you know. Who knows how the hell that would have turned out if you weren't on the line? So makes a difference. That lady, that lady was off. She's off the hook. Is she? I know she couldn't be happy about you leaving. Well, you know, I've got a big grin on my face, and it's not because I'm eating pudding. It's because I'm leaving this place. I can't wait to get <laughs> some between me and this place. What, what did she say when you told her, Jerome? Yeah, well, it was uh, she. She gave me some eviction notice about some nonsense about the heat being on, me leaving the stove on, and I just said, she gave me a notice, and I just said, you know what, that's it. I, I'm just out of here, because what's it going to be next, you know? But Yeah. So yeah, She's happy, and I'm happier. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, a <laughs> it's like a, you know, holy schmoly. It was like a... Bad dream. It's like you made a wrong turn on, on the, you know, on the road. And ended up <laughs> so how many neighbors will you have? Describe your next apartment, if you don't mind. It's a, it's a basement apartment, and I'm going to have one more person there. You know, I'll be sharing the rent with one person, so that's way better. And then there's some people. It's her house. And then there's people upstairs, so, uh, you know, they're Jamaican. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. So the person you're sharing with is going to be living in the basement apartment with you as a roommate? Yeah, yeah. and th- that's why I wanted it to be like a TI, but it didn't work out that way. So we'll Do you see. know the person? Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna meet up with them on the uh, on the weekend when I move in. Actually, I will oh. keep the person. So wish okay. me luck. <laughs> And you'll have your own, um, like, cooking and bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Separate yeah. entrance? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. Very good. Congratulations. And you know what? That's that's a good um, 
lesson right there. You have to be proactive. You really do. Like you said, she, you know, tried to slap you with an eviction thing. I heard that lady, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jerome called me one day when his current landlord was going off. And, I mean, I have never heard, and I've heard a lot, <laughs> I've never heard abusive language like that. That lady, I think she's psycho, like for real psycho. So I am just elated to see you getting out of there because that lady, she she, she did not seem stable at all. So he found a new place, and that's good. That's really good. Really fantastic. So, but, uh, oh, I know what I'm saying. You have to be proactive like you were. You know, when she tried to come at you with this eviction thing, you just got out of there. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, there's, there's no way that I can live life this way, wander. I mean, it's like being in a Gestapo camp, you know. It's always something. Windows not open. This and that. This and that. This and that. This and that. Constant. Always. Not that once in a while. It's just all the time. So, you know, it gets, it wears a little thin. It gets really old quickly. So this is the best move for me. So see what's next. I think it's going to be... Way better situation. Well, well, congratulations and good luck, man. Yeah, thanks, man. How's the apartment hunting going for you, Charles? In New York, well, that expensive rent. Today I was I was supposed to. I didn't get around to it. I, this one I'm going to check out this evening. And well, I'm still out there. Yeah, but um, I'm still far, far in a far better position than I was, okay, than I was last year, you know, or last winter, you know. Right. But um, yeah, it's going, still going. Don't procrast. Don't don't put it off, man. Just just just. You need. So, what's your current situation with your with your place? Are you getting perped at your current location? Well, right now I'm in the Bronx. Yeah. Bronx, New York. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, um, right now as far as these um, um, 1200 to $1,400 um, apartments, okay, there's one, one bedroom, okay, that, uh, that, that I can't swing right now. But... um. You know, anything like a, stu- a studio room, something like that, yeah, I can handle, and that's what I'm looking for. He's saying, do you get perped in your current situation? Do you have any issues with targeting? Oh, it's targeting? Oh, yeah, it's still going on. It's still going on. I mean, little little episodes like, um, okay, when going to work, okay, uh, a couple of times, um, I see, you know, it's like um, the woman that was talking earlier. Okay, you you see certain people, you know, making maneuvers, and you know they, you know, they working in teams and they making maneuvers and stuff like that. And I'd be able to bypass it and stuff. Okay, but um, nothing really came up drastic, um, like um, in the past. Nothing I could really put my put, you know, put my finger on. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
A lot, so, yeah, of, a lot of that too. A lot of that too. I've noticed is that it's not that the targeting is not happening. It's just mm-hmm. that we're getting better at ignoring, which is right. good. Which is which is where we want to be. They're still doing yeah, ignore, it, but it's not, it's not affecting us. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. not affecting us as it once did. So that's yeah. good, Charles. I don't know how I don't know how any of you New Yorkers can afford to live there, but that's good. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, shoot, and and you know, there's um a couple of it's a couple of things I'm gonna look into as far as new housing programs that the um that the um new mayor um, De Blasio is um you know reporting that he's putting forth and stuff. I'm gonna look into those, but I'll see what happens. I ain't, I ain't gonna go into too much detail right now. Yeah. Mhm. That's the other thing, and I don't even know if this is what you're talking about. But this just came to mind. For um, most TIs, I wonder if if we qualify for like low income housing and things. Has anybody mm-hmm. looked into that? Because that might be beneficial because it'll save you a lot of money. I, I, to be quite honest, I was there before, and you. Let me just tell you something. That is the worst place, really economically, because you gives you a bit of breathing space. But what that about that? That is, it's, it's, it's uh, maintained by the government. It's run by the government. Therefore, right. you put a lot of perps. All it's like they surround you. You would probably yeah. die there. Yeah. Big one is a perpetrator. The, the superintendent, the management, your neighbors. It just target the living, but Jesus out of you. It's like your soul is leaving you right there, you know. It's mm-hmm. a hard environment to live in, but they target you. When you're when you're TI, they target you like 150% in that environment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I can tell you stories on top of stories on top of stories about the housing projects, yeah. Yeah. Dangerous but, situation uh, to be in. Huh? Dangerous situation for a TI to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely got to be on your guard there, because, like you said, the management—not only the management and the uh, maintenance people. Okay, okay. I mean, sure. I mean, I can tell. I can easily tell. Okay, a couple of a couple of maintenance guys was cops or maybe ex-cops and stuff like that. But also, you got the neighbors, and the neighbors, uh, okay, will do anything. Will do anything for. You know, extra convenience or for a buck or, you know, extra, you know, give, giving a a few months lax off they rent or something like that. You know, you know, all that type of stuff is going on. I would think I would think that apartment living in general would be hard for a TI because there's so many people always there to watch yeah. and harass you. That's true, so you know. I would, yeah, when I when I look back, I think I may have been targeted a long time ago because I remember when I lived in an apartment, I can just remember some of the things that used to happen. And so I think mm-hmm. that that may have been targeting too, although I clearly didn't realize it back then. But, yeah, I would think that apartment, um, an apartment setting would be the perfect opportunity for them because there's so many neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and neighbors that they can manipulate easily manipulate. 
Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it says, yes. it says they're getting public assistance and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And then um, there's a um, housing authority police, too. Mm-hmm. So they would be involved, at least here. I don't know about other states, but here, there are housing authority police. Um, someone shared this on the call before. We had talked about um, people living in um, housing, um, supplemental housing, and someone said that there's a program called Weed and Seed and that they are very involved with um, harassment and stalking. So let me see. I just pulled up this page. So let's see what it's about. Okay, so again, it's called Weed and Seed. Weed and Seed is a community-based strategy that aims to prevent, control, and reduce violent crime, drug abuse, and gang activity in targeted high-crime neighborhoods across the country. The goal of the strategy is to weed out violent crime, drug use, and gang activity from selected neighborhoods and then to help prevent crime from reoccurring by seeding those sites with wide range of public and private efforts to empower and develop them. The success in the strategy depends on the coordination by law enforcement, community groups, as a community watch and those type people, and social services agencies to work together to revitalize a distressed neighborhood. Got story, so. <laughs> there are more than 250 weed and seed sites throughout the country that range in size from several neighborhood blocks to 15 square miles with populations ranging from 3,000 uh, 3, to 50,000 people. Okay, and then it goes on to tell who they're funded by and everything. But uh, and they're funded by local law enforcement and uh, different community programs. Now, I would think that they justify targeting a targeted individual under. Let's see, it says uh, they aim to prevent and control and reduce violent crime, drug abuse, and gang activity. So I think that they probably put the TI under the violent crime category, that they say that they are a threat or a risk. So that's probably how they justify it under these programs. But uh, there was a lady who called in here once, and she was being tortured in her um, housing project. And she said they were always threatening to put her out, and she was very unhappy there. Oh, yeah, yeah, because... Um... Like I said, one of the, I mean, you know, a couple of the stories, okay, I saw your story on top of stories, okay, first they, um, uh, one of the things is uh, when I was going to court, they would come up with some things about, oh, we got this uh, police report, something happened in your apartment, this incident, okay, and I say, um, well, I want to see the report and all this type of stuff, and, you know, I forced them, okay, Actually, give me a copy or, or not. They didn't give me a copy. But I said, I want, I want um, the information there, okay, or that's on this report. And when I go to the, when I go to the precinct, to the local precinct, okay, it didn't, didn't add up and stuff. It didn't have nothing to do with me and all this type of stuff. And then it was another thing. I, I'll never forget this as long as I live. It was in a serious move to get me out of the apartment. And one Sunday night, it was um, November, it was in November, on a Sunday night, 
2009, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. There was some tap on the door, all right? I look at the door. I look through the, you know, the key, the keyhole. I mean, not keyhole, but the peephole through the door. All right, some little kids standing out there. Okay, um, trying to um, pronounce my name. That um, I'm looking for, and I can see that he's laughing. And it's like you know, when you look out through the peephole, if somebody's standing next next to the um, wall that the door's on, you still with me? Banana? I'm listening. I just had to call on you. Renata? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I'm listening. I just had to call on mute. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, when um, somebody um, has um, standing next to the wall that, that the door is on, okay, and somebody else is in front of the, um, in front of the people and they're looking at them, you know, it's that situation. So the kid was doing it, and he he asked him, okay, okay, and he's calling, and he's trying to pronounce, but he's not doing it correctly, and then he's laughing, um, looking, look, you know, looking towards the wall that's next to, next to the door where I'm at, all right? And um, I just said, sorry, ain't no person like that here, you know? I, you know, I, something occurred to me and stuff that when they, when, soon, as soon as they left, I should have opened the door to see who was standing next to the wall. Who do you think was standing there? <laughs> I don't know, but it was somebody who was coaching the kid. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was somebody that was coaching, putting the kid up to it, coaching him and stuff like that. All right, How that, old that, was that the kid? Of... I don't know. He looked, he looked grade school age. Oh, okay. Grade school age. Some kid, I, no, why? I saw him a couple of times in the building. Okay. We, uh, I guess folks live there and whatever. All right. But actually, do I actually know him? No, I don't know him. And that's the sort of thing that goes on in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard the stories. I have heard the stories. Um, Nasa in the chat room says they get your name listed as being schizophrenic. It's just amazing to me how they get so many people involved in one person's harassment. And, yes, they do use children. And to mm. me, that's that's abuse. They should not use children. That's abusive, but they do it. Well, I'm saying that's, that goes back to what I was saying earlier, that the people that be doing these things, is, and they try to set you up as being sick, they're more sicker than the people that they be pointing the finger at. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's, they're more That's true. And they're more mind controlled than they're trying to make the TI mind control. They're more mind controlled than we'll ever be. Mm. Lonnie, is that you? I think I see you on the call. Hello. Hi. Am I unmuted? Yes, yes, yes. How are you, Lonnie? I'm doing just fine. Good to hear from you. I can't believe I almost got here on time this time. <laughs> I know. You know, it's my fault that there's not many people here. I sent out an email with three or four different times on it by accident. So. Oh, 
oh well it's a, it's a nice quiet you know conversation and so I'm just kind of listening oh yeah this this suits well Lonnie because you don't like all the confusion <laughs> you don't you don't like you don't like all the going back and forth and talking over each other so this suits you well yeah I can understand everybody this way <laughs> <laughs> listen uh I was wondering, you know, when Cheryl was talking at the first, what what about cameras? I know they're kind of, you know, tricky to be able to use them legally in certain places, but if somebody touches her on a bus, why couldn't she turn around and take a picture? Is that not uh, legal to do that? It is legal here in California. I think it's legal all over the United States. From what I understand, when we're in public, our our image is public. And so anybody could take a picture. I get people taking pictures of me all the time. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I they've been taking my picture since the beginning of this targeting, and I don't even care anymore. Um, no. But, yes, you, it is legal to take people's pictures. I was a little bit shy about that myself at first, but I uh-huh. checked with several police officers, and they told me that it is legal um, I'm no longer shy about it because if a person is harassing you, that is a crime, and yeah. um, and I'm I, and I'm going to take their picture, period, video, whatever I have to do if they're committing a crime against me. Yeah. Um, and I and I did tell Cheryl that we we talked outside of these calls, and I told her the same thing you just said, Lonnie. She just she just hung up, so I can't ask okay. her. She actually doesn't, but. Okay. I'm with you. And what I told her is that because yeah, it well, catches you off uh, guard. Especially if it's something that's repeated, you know, that if she got enough of those, then they wouldn't look at her and say, well, she's imagining the situation. So Anyway. But here's, here, here, here's the thing about that. This is what I told her because it catches you off guard because it happens to me too. It catches you off guard so you, yeah. you really probably won't get the picture of that actually happening. But what I yeah. told her is that she should put her camera on video and turn mm-hmm. around to the person and say, "Why did you? Why did you touch me?" Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever she wants to say about it. But at least she has that part on video. Yes, that's good. And I heard somebody say, not just the camera. I mean, the, uh, the telephone, but uh, they someone wears a, a one of those little tiny cameras right around their neck. You know, <laughs> they don't chain around their neck when they go somewhere. So. At least people know that you're ready to do that. You're ready to, you know, record whatever's going on. So. There are so many different ways you can record. There are uh, the sunglasses that you don't have to record her on. There is the, um, I have a little, I think I have everyone they ever made. <laughs> I have them all. They, they have a little clip thing, you know, clips on you. If a person's in the street a lot, they might want to clip it on their backpack. And that one takes really, really, really good. Um, oh, great. Um, it's very clear and is not um, expensive at all. They sell them on Amazon. They're, uh, what, less than $10, I think. And it takes very clear video. Um, and I think it could take snapshots, too. They, uh, let's see, what else? They have one that looks like a button on your shirt, and you just put it right there. Uh-huh. Um, they have an ink pen, if you want to just stick that in your pocket or something. So there's many ways, and of course, if you drive the dash cam, I just got a awesome dash cam. It is really, it's a very, very, very good um, video. And so I think that all targets should be filming. 
and and even if not, I mean, the the pictures and video is very good deterrence because a lot of times it will back them away because they do not want you catching this stuff on camera. But yeah. also for the purposes of gathering evidence, which I think everybody should be doing. It's kind of, uh, it feels like a moot point because it's like, who are we going to show it to? Nobody's helping us. But you never know. You'd rather have it than not have it, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, sure. I hope that she does start taking pictures because they are really assaulting her uh, really bad. Sure. Um, I, I tried, the one time I ordered from Amazon, I ordered a, a camera for the house. It was one we were talking about on your call, I think. And it came in defective. And I've had, I don't know, I've had, you know, I don't live too far from Amazon. If I could just drive over there and get it, that's what I like to do. <laughs> but you can't do that with them. So um, I haven't ordered from them or, or order over the Internet like that with my cards and all. But, um, but I would like what, to. What, what the, the camera that you're um, trying to get money, is it for your car or for your Person. The one I ordered at that time was for the car, but okay. uh, I could I could use some around the house. The problem is I have found that they're able to turn the radio on and off, and the same thing with the cameras. You know, whatever they want to do, they turn it on. If it's digital, they can turn it off and turn it on, you know. And uh, so, you know, I just haven't put a lot of money into it. That was some time ago, but um, I, have, I have some possibilities here. I'm working on it. Probably shouldn't talk about over the over the telephone, but um. yeah. Well, you know, there there are a lot of possibilities with you know them uh, doing whatever they do to the cameras. I, I had that experience too, but it should not stop you from trying to protect yourself. You should still get a camera. Oh yeah, I do. I do a lot of non-technical stuff <laughs> that seems to be pretty. It's working pretty well in in many cases. But, uh, it's probably better not to you know broadcast, but they're just little things that work in my particular situation, you know, lock up mm-hmm. and, and um, indications that I know that somebody's been there and when they when they do try to come, you know, that makes a difference. It makes a difference for me. Even if uh, somebody has come in, it's important for me to know that they have, for sure, you know. So I have yeah. that and uh, you can use all kinds of uh, non-digital, actually non-technical, you know, stuff that works for me that way. Mm-hmm. Let me see if this is Cheryl on the call. Somebody just called me from California. Cheryl, is that you? Hello, who's on the phone from California? This is Kiko in California. Oh, Kiko, hi, welcome. How are you? Oh, fine. I was, uh, I forgot that you're doing it Saturday, so. Sorry, I'm late. No, no problem. I'm really glad you made it. How's everything going? Oh, I don't know. They're still pretty aggressive in in following me around the car and such. And uh, uh, I just I just got in, and uh, I just wanted to share that. Yeah, I have a digital camera too. And when I want to take a picture of a license plate or something, then it goes into zoom mode all of a sudden, and it's out of focus. Or the other thing is it'll say that the battery's uh, gone, and then five minutes later, it's fine. Mm. And recently, they I have a, a, a wired uh, security camera system, um, and they've figured out how to go into there, and they've been, um, if I make a, 
a clip or something. Uh, they've been making uh, maybe three copies of the same thing, so I run out of room on the uh, flash drive, but I figured that out. And uh, other times they'll uh, make it go on and off and stuff, and, and I have to figure out ways to uh, bring it back to default. So, And then also a laser pointer I was trying to use because someone said that sometimes they use the invisible cloak. And I don't know how they do it, but they figured out how to turn it on and off. They do a lot of that with my uh, flashlights. When I want the flashlight on the most, it goes off. And I don't know what – well, anyway, I just wanted to share that. I just thought – Probably magnetize I'm sorry? Probably magnetize it. Is magnetized? Now, I want to tell you, I've heard people over the years on these calls saying how their uh, cameras get sabotaged and, you know, things get destroyed and their electronics. And it, it wasn't that I didn't believe it, but I just never had that experience until my car got stolen the last oh, no. time. Um, and the video camera had uh, captured the actual act. Oh, which was kind of which which was kind of cool because when our cars had gotten sold in the past, because as you guys know, that's just a regular with us. They love to steal our cars and then they make sure we get them back, uh, which is weird. But anyway, um, so we were able to see the whole car theft on the camera because we have cameras around in the house now, which oh, wow. was which was which, which was cool. Okay, so then we saw the police, and it takes the guesswork out of it because when something like that happens. We try to figure out how they do it and all of this, so we we were actually able to see how it was done. Yeah. Um, so we played the footage, and you know we played it over and over, and watched how they stole the car and everything. When the police got here, the footage was gone. It was yeah. gone. Yeah, that can happen. So that made a believer out of me that they really truly do sabotage your electronic stuff. When the police, and he's like, well, where's the footage? You guys uh -huh. said you got the footage. Uh -huh. We could not make it disappear. It disappeared off of the camera altogether. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they changed uh, all my, my, the date stamp. They changed the date and the, uh, the time of my pictures, and they jumbled around the pictures in different uh, order. So <laughs> that wasn't fun either. Um, I just want to ask the gentleman that said magnetized, is that, does that mean that's, it's a a method of magnetizing it that would do all this stuff. Yeah, that's what they do to my stuff. It's um they just mag magnetize my my equipment so sometimes they don't slug it. Uh huh. Um, if I wanted to do more research on the internet of what magnetize is, just punch in magnetize and I'll get information. You think? Yeah, probably it's um it's it's. I'm not 100% sure on their methods. I just know it's magnetizing that they use magnetism. Oh, okay. Thank so you so much. Yeah, equipment. I mean, it, yeah, it's at least a, a clue. Yeah. Yeah, I just got back from a grocery trip, and I had uh, at least 20 cars. Uh, and it's just only like a 20-minute drive. And I had to go up uh, Arlington, which is a road that's less used. But... Uh, it wasn't any fun. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I'm sorry. Enough about me. I'm sorry. No, go right ahead, Kiko. It's okay. I mean, you live not far from me, so I, I know how it is in the Bay Area. It's like so many stalkers here. It's ridiculous. I think we have 
more soccer than everybody, but that could just be me thinking that. But we, there's a lot. There's a lot of stalkers here. You just have to ignore them, Kiko, because they're well, going to be I, out there. I, I know I, I try to ignore them, but they have some kind of uh, being that makes me hot, you know. Maybe it's the active denial system or something. It, it can heat up. I'm like, my husband's back in like three seconds, and it's it's not funny. It's really hot. Um, and I, I don't know what to use for shielding no more. I mean, it just doesn't, there's something missing, and I don't know what. So if anybody has any ideas, that'd be great. Someone was telling me that there's some protective clothing that he wears um, when he's in his car because he thinks that a lot of the cars around him um, hit him with directed energy. And uh-huh. so he wears uh, protective clothing. I can try to find out which store he uh, he bought that stuff from. Because I, I bought some stuff from Less e- EMF, uh, and it's expensive, and their material is kind of flimsy. Um, and it does help a little bit until they figure out what frequency it is, and then they'll up it. You know, it says, oh, okay, you're wearing this, and then I can I can in, increase the intensity of whatever they're using, and it doesn't work as well. Although I still wear it, you know, I guess it's just for, you know, it's just for peace of mind or something. But, I mean, I, I will share this, though. Even though my camera is kind of compromised, I he- I keep my digital camera uh, near my in my car, and if there's cars that really really are persistent, sometimes I turn right, they turn right, and all this and that. I just take several pictures of them. I mean, the best I can, and that usually deters most of them. There's a few that say, "Oh yeah," and they start coming, you know, <laughs> and I just pull over. But yeah, it's it's quite a trip. <laughs> but like you said, for the most part, they do not like you taking their pictures. They don't. No. So when and and I even had one where I go to the store, a local store, and they would park in front of the store because the register is is right up front and 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 they have their headlights on and so forth. So I've been I've been taking pictures and one guy, he was like, "Well, go ahead and take a picture." And I I couldn't figure what he was doing, but later on when I looked at his license plate, it's one of those dealer plates, you know, it says dodge.com or something and he's just eating ice cream, but it really makes me mad when they have their cell phones or something else and they try to zap you up close because there's nothing that you can do to protect yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, um, and go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, the other thing is, see, uh, I know everybody, Every they, they get into everybody's house, but, I mean, they've been coming in and out. Every day, and sometimes I really feel like there's someone in the room, but I can't see them, and it's a little too close for comfort. You know, I can't sit under my computer and then maybe two yards away something is being moved around or something. That's a little too much. But, um, and then also, I've been very sleepy, and then I end up with some bruises, you know, like on my, my hand or something, and I'm just hoping I didn't get implanted or did something. So... I try to stay awake and I try to do whatever, but but then that's been been my experience, and I'm sorry, but I, you, but you I, try I to find stay, so Kiko, Kiko, huh? you try to stay. You try. How long do you try to stay awake all night so that you don't get implanted? Yeah, I mean, my husband works um, night shift, so I, I try to stay awake until he come home. But sometime, you know, he might get late, or you know, they, they they there's too many cars following him, so he has to wait, you know, 30 minutes until they pass by or something. Um, so then I, 
it gets tiring. I mean, I don't even take a break to close my eyes for a few minutes because I don't know what's going to happen. Kiko, don't do that. Go to sleep. Ask God to ask God to protect you and go to sleep. Don't do that. Okay. That's not not healthy. Just go to sleep. Does anybody have comments on that? Kiko tries to stay awake until her husband comes home because she thinks that people come in the house and she's afraid that they might microchip her or something. What do you guys think about that? Put your life in God's hands, Kiko. Go to sleep. Okay. The only most healing things you can do uh-huh. is you, you really replenish your energy that way. It's one of the most healing things we have is sleep. So, um, yeah. The best you can do, even if they're heating you up, um, it, you know, whatever shielding you've got, I will put all the shielding I can on and make sure I do sleep. You know, I was alone, too, so I have to watch things like that. But um, many what they do with me might be similar to what you're thinking about. I can go for, and I have a pretty good size place. I made uh-huh. sure I got that in the beginning, and you know, so I could move around. Well, uh-huh. I can move from one room to the other, and they like to tap on the wall. You know, it used to be on the um, uh, plug plug outlet, you know, but now it could be just anything. And usually, it's uh, something maybe with metal on it. They they get their bearings that way, and they'll tap a loud tap, a knock, kind of thing. To let me know I'm in here too. I'm listening. <laughs> it's just that um, insidious kind of way they like to behave. But they're yeah. remote. It's not. They're not really there. You know. Well, so I hope not. That, no, I don't. Usually, it's something that they're trying to do is intimidate you and fool you into thinking something that's not really true. Uh, and I think that's part of it. Also, I might suggest a heating up kind of thing. Um, I've, I've tried several things, and some things that do work are, you know, you can get those rubber, genuine rubber, real rubber uh, mats from Rubbermaid at Walmart, mm-hmm. and they're long, and you can mm-hmm. lay it on top of you. Or if they come up, they can come up from under the um, under under the uh, the floor, too. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not a technical person, but someone says they can bounce off the signal, whatever the, you know, frequency or signal or something, and come up under your bed like that, too. So that sometimes those things help um, um, and and absorb it. At the same time, if you're laying on top of it, lately I've found that if I lay on top of it and they heat that rubber up, it can get hot too. So really? you have you know, a couple of them. And, um, you know, the old-fashioned thing for TI was uh, gel, those um, cool, cool, you know, gel things, gel pads that you uh-huh. can get. You yeah. can freeze them. Don't freeze them because you don't want something frozen next to you. But keep them um, and and just you know you can tape them together and make something uh, wide enough to drape over the place they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you know, if you know where the signal's coming from, that helps. Those two things are are pretty helpful for me. I just wanted to ask. Uh, you said rubber made uh, rubber mats, like yeah, they're you know those bath mats. They're rubber oh, the bath, bath mats. mats. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, there's okay. a they have those little suction cups on the back. They're kind of a hassle. But uh, I turn the other side and use the smooth side on me. But I'll just drape it over me if they're if they're working on a certain part of my body. Sometimes oh. that helps. But those little yeah. gel things are good too. They get heavy. I don't like that part, but uh, it does help keep that. Up. Oh, thank you very much because uh, I do have stuff coming through the floor. I had an electrician. Uh, 
create a baseline for me because all my neutral and my uh, ground was off. And then uh, he found uh, one wire that had a feedback between 30 to 56 volts or something, and that was because in the attic there was an old lighting thing, and the hot wire was touching lightly on the the ground, and then he put that plastic tab there, but I still had 15 volts coming from somewhere, so I had him take out the old doorbell uh, wires that led to most things, but then now they figured out how to um, probably tap another portion of the wire. So every time I'm on the computer or uh, the, use the uh, security camera mouse, that's where I feel, you know, like electricity or something, and also from the floors. So I will try the rubber mat thing. Anything it will do. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Lonnie, what, I missed that, Lonnie. What do you do with the rubber mat? Well, when when there's a whatever they're doing, I don't know whether it's microwave or laser or whatever they use on me. If it's if I feel like the laser, I'll use a mirror, just a little hand mirror, and turn it outward, you know, with the shiny side out. And because sometimes they would target my head or my shoulder or my you know, knee or that sort of thing, and put it there. But the um, the rubber mats are the same thing. If they heat you up in a certain place, uh, you can keep those around and and sometimes. If, if you know if they're consistent over a certain period of time, I just it's just my like my little armor <laughs> that I'll drape it over me and then pull the covers up. You know if I use covers. It. It, we've had hot we've had hot weather here too lately. We're not supposed to, but we had it. So <laughs> well, that's it. good because those are not that expensive. No, they're about ten dollars, and they're about what three feet long, maybe by a couple of. I don't really know how long they are. Maybe thirty, forty. 40 inches long, and they're not very wide. You know, I did sew a couple of them together uh, and put them behind, let's see, along the back of a chair, and that helps, you know. Um, let's see. They don't, don't try duct tape. You can't duct tape them together. They heat it up, and the duct tape falls off, but um, I've stitched them. So. Only thing that I don't like about all of this is the heaviness. You know, you don't like to sleep with a lot of heavy stuff on. Right. They are heavy. Yeah. Okay, let I me read the chat. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lonnie. I just going to say, I don't think they're as heavy as... I was going to buy one of those lead uh, aprons, you know, that um, that they use at the dentist's office for some mm-hmm. of the stuff they were doing. And it, it was kind of expensive. But then I asked her, I said, by the way, how heavy is that thing? And I thought, well, at least this stuff's not as heavy as that. That's all. You know, that's a good thought about those um, those aprons. I bet those would work. Yeah, you can but buy they are heavy. They are heavy. But, but if you're laying down, you figure if you're laying down going to bed, it probably won't be too too, too bad. Right. And you know, if you know you're going right to sleep, and I take things like um, I take things like tryptophan, natural, you know, uh, what is it, valerian root, some of that natural. So I usually go right to sleep. And so if I pull it up like I want it, then at least I'm good for a few hours that way. So I turn over, you know. So. That's good. Yeah, it's um, a couple of things. Um, well, one thing I want to bring up. Okay, that um, I wanted to bring, uh, talk about it. I wanted to mention a couple of, couple of weeks ago is that um, 
since you know, since on the subject of electronics and all that, there's a really good um, TV show that just uh, came on called um, Mr. Robot. It comes on the um, USA Network, okay, mm-hmm. and you know they get. I think okay from watching a few of episodes, they get a few good pointers. Okay, y'all should check out as far as surveillance, all that type of thing. Okay, Mr. Robot. Okay, I'm gonna achieve all that. You're on the USA Network. Thank you. We learned some things from some of these shows. I'm telling you. Did you say Mr. Robot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna look that up. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. Thank right. you. Okay, let me read the chat room. Um, MD Bean says, I had one of the ushers walk to my rear and clear out his throat in my ear in church today. Yeah. Well, I guess you get harassed at church like some of us do. That's very unfortunate. I did a a video. I did a recent video on um, targeting in the church. I put that in the chat room. Some of my observations of being targeted in the church. And actually, I'm going to make an update to that video as well. Um, and MDB says, has anyone noticed the karmic effect of their targeting? I'm not sure what you mean. Do you guys know what um, MDB means by that? The karmic effect of your targeting? Has anybody experienced that? I'm not sure what you mean by that, MDB. Look for my video to put in the chat room. All right. Anything else, anybody? Anything? Anybody? Are we coming to a close? If you guys don't have anything that you want to talk about. Okay. Well, there's one question I wanted to ask. Um, Did um, that guy, what's his name? Donald, get back to you about the question I asked him last time? No. Um, I don't think he did. What question did you? Oh, I know. He said that he would tell me. You asked him something about um. Miriam uh, Carey. Miriam Carey, and he said that he would let me know. But no, he did not let me know. I, I can remind him. I don't. You know, I don't know if you were there the week before, but um. The week before, he said he really didn't know anything because he said that he was getting dressed at the time. He said he was at the White House at the time that um, that shooting happened with Miriam Carey, but that he was getting dressed. So he wasn't one of the officers that was actually physically out there when it was happening. Well, that I can understand, but still, okay, he can have some input, okay, based on the position that he was holding and his training and all that. Okay, he does have an opinion on it. Based on his um, uh, his, his professional background, I, I imagine. Okay, so you want to know what's what's his opinion on on what really happened? Yeah, yeah, that's what I asked him. I told I, I told him you can see, you know, just lay out whatever whatever you can. Okay, I can understand he wasn't there. Yeah, I I will I will ask him. I will remind him. He probably forgot that he did say that, because I remember he did tell you that he would let me know. Definitely, I will remind him. 
All right. Okay. I am putting my video that I created for YouTube. I'm putting it in the chat room. It's called um, Targeting in the Church, and it's on YouTube. You guys are interested. I'm trying to do um, different YouTube videos. And when I uh, when I told myself, because I, I did a few years ago, and then I couldn't remember how to actually do them because they changed everything so much. But uh, now that I know how to do them, before I actually start doing them again, I had all these ideas. But now I'm finding out that I can't just do them at the drop of a dime like that. Like I have to have a certain kind of motivation or something. I don't know how to describe it, but I thought that I would be doing, like, videos every day because I have so much to say. <clears throat> but now I'm like, oh, no, can't do it. Can't. I got to really be feeling it. So I'm trying to come up with different subjects and things. So if you guys have any subjects that you want to see videos on, let me know, and I'll try to do my research and try to, try to come up with something. Can I access that? With my, with my Android. You should be able to. Yeah. Can you get to YouTube? Yeah, I do. So, do I go to your name? Oh, I didn't know you were doing this. I must have missed it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I have, I have several videos. I have about uh, eight or nine videos out there now. Um, oh. my 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 name on YouTube is God is our protector, and it's just all one word. But I'll, I'll tell you how to find it, um, Lonnie. Just put targeting and the church. Targeting, targeting in the church. Now, what is your and, YouTube? No, 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 no. Targeting and, A-N-D. And the church. Okay. Um, now, what is, what is your name on, on YouTube? I couldn't understand what you said. God is our protector. Oh, I like it. Okay. And it's just all one word. So if you put that in, you may come up with all of my videos. It's only like seven or eight. Um, okay. I didn't do. I, have, I haven't done too many yet. Okay. I just That's good. More. Yeah, I did one on. Um, let me see. Let me give you the, the titles. You may not even be interested in all of them. But let me see. Well, if I if I put in God is our protector. There should they should be listed, shouldn't they? Sometimes it works like that, and sometimes YouTube doesn't. I think probably yeah. the more I think okay. the more hits you get, it'll start to generate your stuff a little bit faster. And I'm, I haven't really been doing this long, so right. I don't have a, a lot out there, but uh, maybe maybe it'll all come up. Okay, great. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool. And actually, I have met some people um, who've been coming to this call. I've met them out there on YouTube. Okay, so here's the titles of the ones that I have out there. I have Targeting and the Church, and I'm, I'm going to do an update on that one because I have more information. I have um, my ranting moment, which I was just ranting, and that's actually a little clip I took from this call when I was ranting about activism. I have um, Speaking Your Truth, which I took that one down. I'm going to redo that one. I have one on Jade Helm, which has been really quiet. Jade Helm has been very quiet. Yeah, um, I have one on um, targeted 
individual children. I have one called It's Not Paranoia, If It's Really Happening, and that was based off of someone else's video that I saw. I have one on self-destructing behaviors because I believe, and, and surprisingly, that one's not that popular out there. Not many people looked at that one. But what I, what I, what I was getting at with that particular video is that uh, sometimes due to the stress of everything, people look for different vices. And um, also they will send people into your circle to give you your drug of choice or whatever. And so what I was talking about in that video is um, people have to be careful not to self-medicate because of what they're going through because I do know some people who um, take prescription sleeping pills because they can't sleep because of the um, directed energy. A lot of TIs have problems sleeping, but you have to be careful not to overdo it, you know, with the sleeping pills. And if you do take the sleeping pills, make sure they're prescribed. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, some people smoke too much, some people drink too much, some people get into pornography. That whole video is just about self-destructive behave- behaviors, which is, a lot of it is orchestrated. They want us to get into um, these things that will soon destroy us, you know? Sure. So that's what that video was about. And then I have one on blacklisting. I have uh, motivation one out there, which is the serenity prayer, and I broke that down. Um, I I have one on um, things that I do to counteract mind control. Community-based harassment is another, and coping methods for TI. So I don't have that many, but I I plan to continue. I just have to find some inspiration and motivation. Right. Yep. But they are out there. I'm sorry, what'd you say, Lonnie? <laughs> well, I'm just thinking out loud. I have this phone, I got it at Walmart, and they it's supposed to be unlimited. Well, I come to the last two or three days of the month and they say, I'm sorry, you're gonna get slow feed now and I can go and try to get like um NPR's uh, news report and it can take an hour to do about five minutes, you know, because they they slow it down. So YouTube just slows down the last three days of the month, even though they call it unlimited. So, uh, it, it yeah, I, heard, I, I heard someone else say that it, when when people are selecting um, um, cell phone plans, they need to ask about that. I think I'm not positive, but I think that has something to do with bandwidth, and I think you only get a certain amount of bandwidth per month for free, and which is like I think the speed of the internet, you only get so much of that for free, and then after that, you, it slows down. It's but they don't tell, I don't think they tell you that at first. I don't think they tell you that when you're signing up for these. He said something, no. and, and I thought, well, I'd already had had something unlimited, and unlimited to me was unlimited. But it's only YouTube that does that. You know, it's not uh, the phone calls still work just fine. It's just the YouTube feed. You know, it's a problem. But um, I, I got some kind of a thing from them that said it's um, you're, you're now eligible to get the, the faster one. So I guess I'll try it again next month and see what happens. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. That fine print stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, it looks like Cheryl is back. Uh, Cheryl, I don't know if you can call in, but you had left and uh, Lonnie had a, a question or a comment for you about um, the harassment that you deal with with people constantly uh, physically touching you. She was saying that maybe you should consider taking pictures. I don't know if you can hear me, but I think you can. Uh, Cheryl looks, appears to be in the chat room now, Lonnie. So if you can, Cheryl, call in. And if you can't type type in, um, Lonnie was saying that you should take pictures. Kind of hard because that catches you off guard when these people touch you. Yeah. And yeah. see, they they want you to they want you to lash out because Cheryl was saying that you know, she she just feels like she just needs to get physical sometimes because you know to let them know. But yeah. you got to be careful with that. You got to be careful because they will set it up like, oh, this crazy lady is walking around hitting people not calling you crazy because I know you're not, but that's how they will present it. Right. It, it's really a it's really a, a a touchy thing because like you you can't allow people to keep doing this to you either. You know? But then imagine if you haul off and <laughs> you haul off and you hit this little senior lady or this little senior man or disabled person, you know what I mean? And then you're in jail. Exactly. Just keep your cool. You gotta keep your cool, no matter what. And that's—I think that's where God comes in for me. I keep looking further than what's going on right now, and that helps me more than anything. I'm sorry, Lonnie. Your phone's not that clear. Say it again. I kind of turned it. That's where God helps me most of all, because I—I I look. Um, no matter what goes on with me or around me, I'm still looking beyond it to the future because I know that in the future uh, everything's going to be righted, you know, and it may be in, in the next second or it could be in the next century or it could be in the next thousand years, but I do know that all's going to work out for good. And he, he gives me a calmness in that way, you know, that helps. So. Like you said, you just have to... Say your prayers and go to sleep. <laughs> you know, as best you can. You do. You do. That's um, that's the conclusion that I had to come to. That it, um, these are heavy burdens, as the scriptures describes them, and and the Lord tells us to 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 cast our cares on Him, mm-hmm. and to give Him our heavy burdens, because we we can't carry them. I, I, there's no way, no way I could carry all this stuff that happened. Right. You know, and that's another thing about just trying to um, address or give attention to every little thing that happens. I have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. I have to stop. It, it, it's too much. It's too too many things that happen. I cannot pay attention to every single stalker because that would just be <laughs> my head would be turning all day long. You know. Yeah. And. I I I really I I I'm one of those people that analyze a lot of things and I really took the time to just analyze do these people want you to see them or do they not want you to see them and I've come to the conclusion that they want you to see them they want your attention there's no other way that they can mind control you if they didn't if you didn't see everything that they were doing and if they didn't have your attention 
So to counter that, you just have to not give them your attention and try to ignore them because they want you to see them. They want your undivided attention. That's the way they're mind controlling us. Right, exactly. Whatever you figure out that they want you to do, just don't do it. Do something else. Change your mind quickly. And if, if you, um, what is that? Um, I don't know what they call that. I think Brian C has all these names for it, but technical names. But be uh, be spontaneous. Change your mind. Don't be flexible. You know, I think that helps because, I'm, you know, I do artwork, and my mind kind of works that way anyway. <laughs> you know, I I don't think in a linear way as much as I do in a more of a spatial way. So um, I think that helps me, and it might help people who are you know trained more in the um, on the left brain, you know, the part of the left brain that works best. To um, just be spontaneous. If if you said if you think you're going to the grocery store, take a detour and go to the drugstore first. You know that sort of thing when you're driving around. Whatever you can do to confuse them or change their little set schedule that they think you have, uh, I think it's good. It puts a, a little monkey wrench in their in their day. Which is they don't like that either. <laughs> they don't like that when you throw them off. Any, any little monkey wrenches are good for me. I like them. Hold on one second. I have somebody calling me. Hold on. I think people are not getting through on this call. Um, okay, Cheryl is saying that she's trying to call in, but she can't. So, uh, Cheryl, I will call you on my phone, and, and I'll um, plug you in through my phone. Okay, hang on, you guys. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, Lonnie, are you still there? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Cheryl is on the phone now. You were saying earlier about her being um, constantly uh, touched by people that maybe she should uh, try to start to uh, uh, take pictures or to tape, video tape. Well, it was just an idea. I was coming in kind of light on it, but um, or, or just have a camera ready. Let them know that your camera is ready. You know, someone was talking about a, a small one that they would just wear around their neck. I think he was tra- doing a lot of traveling, so he just put this little camera on his neck so everyone knew that he was ready to take their picture anytime. <laughs> I don't know whether that's helpful or not. Um, if they come up from you behind, 
like in the bus, and touch you from behind. If it's not illegal, I see nothing wrong with just turning around, taking a picture, and uh, afterwards even. But, um, it, you know, I do artwork when people accuse you of something, uh, you know, like you shouldn't have taken my picture. You can say, I wasn't taking your picture. I was taking a picture of that tree behind you or, you know, that sort of thing. I don't see why that we could get in trouble for that. I'm always taking pictures of um, people in different places, you know, cars going in different directions, uh, trees in three places. So uh, it could be preparation for artwork. <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's not illegal to take pictures of people, though. It's not. And you know what? If you if you are being harassed, you have every right. That is your evidence to take pictures. You are being harassed. Now, the, uh, Cheryl, you were gone already, but I was saying that they sell these clip-on um, cameras. You can get them on Amazon for $10 or so. I have a few around here. Um, I, I, honestly, if people are doing that from the back, you can clip one on the back of you and the front of you. Really? Because... This needs to stop. That's not okay what they're doing to you. Well, the thing is, um, if you are a CIA operative or you are an FBI agent and you have somebody under surveillance, you would be undercover. Nobody would know that you were from one of these agencies, okay? So like you were saying, they want you to see them because I try to ignore it and they'll get in my face. <laughs> if I try to ignore it. They do want I, you to see them. Yes, they do. If, if I send a, someone sends me a picture through email, I swear to God I'll be sitting at the bus stop and somebody will come sit by me with the same outfit and the same hairdo that the person just sent me a picture of. This is the type of harassment I get. It's very psychological. And, and you know what, Cheryl, in that case, this is even more reason why you need cameras. Because you need, one thing about evidence is you need to show a pattern. So if you can show that you have that picture with that person with that same outfit on, and then somebody is sitting next to you, and these things continue to happen, then you are proving your point. You will be able to go to police and say, here, here's the evidence. Let me prove to you that this is happening. Well, you know what? Um, my mother died. Hello, what happened? I don't know. I hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. We must have lost Renata. That's been happening a couple of times a day. And yeah, it happened to me. Too. Yeah. He's off the call or something. I don't know what's going on. Stupid. Yeah. Standard game. Yeah. Oh, now it's completely cut off. I'm scared to get back on, though. I don't know what's going on. 
Okay, y'all. Yeah, she had to call Cheryl. So apparently, yeah, I'm gonna call Cheryl. Let me call Cheryl again, guys. I don't know what that. I don't know if you guys can hear that recording thing. Uh-uh. I don't know what that was. So let me. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You were just going to tell us about your mom. Uh, my mom passed. We buried her in a light pink chiffon outfit, okay? So I was at a center, and the girl walked in the door with the exact same pink outfit that we buried my mother in, and she had so much makeup on her face that she looked dead. Okay, this is the, the psychological torture that I'm going through. Every detail of my life is acted out. A phone call, a picture, uh, uh, whatever happens to me is going to be played out on the street somewhere. It's torture. Okay, the way, okay, first of all, how long after uh, your mom passed did that lady surface with the same outfit? Was that the same day, the same week? No, 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 no. Uh, maybe like six months later. Okay. Six months later. Manasa in the chat room said that's horrible, and that is very horrible. But see, yeah. here's the way I look at that. Um, that's giving you more tangible evidence. So you really should be taking pictures because you can prove, you can prove it real easy with the stuff they're doing. Okay, I've got one question for you. Mm-hmm. My neighbors are in on this, okay? But I'm trying to be a good neighbor. I know they curse. Every time I walk out my door, he walks out. They they stand out in front of my house giving a signal to whoever drives by in the car. I know they're all getting paid or, or, or working for these people, but they want to talk to me still. No. You want to work with them? Don't say nothing to me. You know, so how do you deal with that, with neighbors that you know is working with them, but they still want to be neighbors? Um, everybody deals with that different. Everybody deals with their targeting differently. But I do not ever, ever, ever feel obligated to speak to anybody. I have had people come up to me and try to hold entire conversations, and I stand there with my mouth closed and look at them like they're crazy. Because if I know that you're involved in my targeting, I don't feel obligated to assist you in psychologically harassing me. So you can stand there and you can talk to yourself. I have people very often come to me, excuse me, excuse me, can you tell me how to get to? And I just leave them standing right there because I don't have time to play those games because that's one of the ways they want to target me with the, I call them the directioners, these people that want direction. Everybody wants direction. And the reason why I know that these people are stalkers is because I will turn around and 10 other people will pass them. They don't ask them for directions. It was only me. So I don't I don't play games. I, some people call it me. I don't understand when people feel obligated to talk to people because other targets have said, because I've, I've asked people that's in the same situations like you, why do you talk to them? Well, I'm just trying to be nice. So this is how I was raised. Well, I was raised to be nice, too, but I don't feel that we have to allow anyone to abuse us. 
And as far as my neighbors go, uh, we were all friendly at one time until this targeting started, and then they got involved in the harassment. So I, I don't say anything to them. I don't say anything to them, and they don't say anything to me, and I'm fine with that because you're not going to harass me and my family, and and I pretend that it's okay. I'm not a phony type of person, so that won't work for me. So I I feel the way you feel, Cheryl. I don't I don't I don't give it any kind of energy because I think that if if you were to engage with those people, there's an ulterior motive to it. In my opinion, in my targeting, there's an ulterior motive. The reason why they want to talk to you is to further psychologically harass you, and then to try to infiltrate into your life in some type of way. So. I don't I don't play those kind of games, but everybody can do, you know, whatever works for them, but that will never work for me. I will leave you standing there. I have no problems with it. That's just me. Yeah. And for me, that goes for family members too. I won't deal with them either. I won't deal with anybody who's trying to harm me. I won't. There are certain situations where you kind of have to, like if I'm at work, I, you know, I have to work with those people. But other than that, I mm-mm. I, no, that that that's never going to work for me because I, I just don't play games. This is serious. This is my life. This is my life. Those people are getting paid to harass you. So, I mean, they don't feel bad about harming you, you know, so why would you feel bad about not allowing them to harm you? You know, they're not your friends. But if you know, if you want to talk to them, I mean, some people feel better being pleasant. I, you know, I don't feel negative when I don't speak. I don't feel negative at all. I just feel like I'm not dealing with that person because I'm not going to deal with anybody who's getting paid to harass me. And a lot of these people know that you're a good person. They know this. Yeah. So why would they be involved? Why would they be involved with that? They're criminals. That's how I feel. I have a motto that I say every morning. Before I walk out my door, I say, no face is safe. That's my motto, and that's how I get through this. When I leave here, I don't talk to anyone. People come up all day like you. How you get down here? How you get down there? How you doing? And sometimes I feel bad because I wasn't raised like that. Some You speak. Somebody speak to you, you speak. But I'm protecting myself now. And my world is different and has changed to where, for me, no face is safe no more. Family or nothing. I live an isolated life, so they won on that part. <laughs> they, they won that one. Well, so, you know what? We're still not totally isolated if we become a part of the TI community, and that was one of the purposes of this call, so that we don't feel, you know, isolated. We still do have people to talk to, and there are a few targets that I know for sure are targets in the Sacramento area, and I hopefully um, I can help you guys to exchange information and you guys can get together that way because we don't have to live an isolated life. We really don't. And even if we, you know, people like me who are introverted anyway and was kind of a little bit isolated anyway, but I still will put myself in uh, different social situations just to be around people. You know, you can go to carnivals, you can go to the beach, you can go to the park, and you're still around people. And then another thing you said was that you were raised to 
uh, to be cordial and to give pleasantries, how you doing, and good morning, and good night, and things like that. I was raised that way, too. And so the, the way I handle that is that I control it. When I want to say hello to someone, I'm the one that says hello, or I say good morning. Or um, every now and then if someone speaks to me, and because I know really logically everybody's not involved in it. They want you to think that, but they're truly not. So if I want to say hello, I'll say hello. If I want to answer a question, I'll answer a question, but I'm in control of it. I don't feel like I have to do that every single time someone speaks to me. And especially if it's someone that I know for sure, I'm already confirmed that these people are involved, then I will never say anything. I really won't. But we still can be who we are. You know, if you walk out your house and you see someone, say hello. You know, I saw a little baby the other day, and I said, you know, hello to the little baby and, you know, whatever. And I know that the mother was trying to hurt me because I know the signs and I know what she was doing. But still, I said little nice little things to the little baby because the little baby is innocent. So you can still um, exercise your kindness. We can't. We don't have to let them steal that from us. You know, if you, you, you see somebody on the bus and they smile, smile back. It's okay. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to change who you are. But I know what you're saying about, you know, these phony neighbors. Not everybody has that issue with their neighbors, but I think most TIs do. I don't know about you guys on this call, but most of them do kind of have problems. And then I know some people, they, they know that their neighbors are perfect them, but they don't care. They just are determined to be the friendly person that they are, but they still keep their distance. Like they don't go any further than a hello. I do. I know a lot of targets like that, actually. And I hope. I really pray one day I can get there. I do, but I'm just not there yet. It's, it's taken me some years with that one. But I do know people that they say I know they're involved. But you know what? A hello doesn't hurt anybody. But they won't go over and like conversate with them. They don't let the people come to their house. They don't go to their house and nothing like that. But they will wave or they will say hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I it's, it's a matter of whatever whatever's comfortable for you. I'm sorry, who was that trying to say something? <laughs> it's just me. It's Lonnie. Um, I have to drive down a road where uh, on one side I've got absolutely wonderful neighbors. On the other side, um, it's different. It's the other way around. And uh, it's not all the whole couple. He's he's pretty good, but he's intimidated. She is part of it, and so is the girl who's on down one more. But I do. I wave at people. You know, we drive along the same road, and, and I think it's important to wave at people. But what you hit on a while ago, just at the grocery store, the, you know, wherever you're going in and out, and you run into people, and they've got a cute little dog in the cart or something, uh, there's nothing wrong with that, and that helps my attitude much better toward the world because I know that not everybody is a, is a, um, is a perpetrator. Not everybody is involved in this criminal thing. And many people are just going to be victims, like we are eventually, probably. But they don't know this stuff's going on. They still live in the good old days, you know, when I was growing up thinking that this world was a better place. Well, it's much more important for me and my peace of mind to realize there are good people out there. So, you know, if, if I go out and I speak to people or get to know people, join a club that does the kind of things I like to do, if it's not, I know that there is targeting in ch- some churches. I haven't found that to be true, 
except I said at my dad's funeral when somebody sat across the street and was shooting directed energy at me. Uh, I knew that. That was not in the church, but it felt like it was, you know, because he infiltrated it that way. But mm-hmm. people, it's just important for me to know. I get up in the morning and I real I know that they're good people, and I'm going to run into some of those good people the more places I go, as as well as those others. I I sympathize with you, <laughs> you those who get a lot of the um, gang and organized talking. I don't get as much of that. Um, when when they do, it's dramatic. I told you about that soldier, that guy was. It was dressed up the first day of Jade Helm. I think they were trying to get me to do something. There at the library was trying to get me to react, you know, and it was better just to think. That fool went out and got all that gear and <laughs> just to make a shuffle, you know, for That's me. Okay. Well, I just walked the car and went in, you know. So uh, it's better uh pay as little attention to them as you can. But anyway, it's just important to remember good people are out there. The whole world isn't gone yet, you know, so... It's important. Mm-hmm. I think Cheryl dropped out. Let me try to call her again. She did. Are you there, Cheryl? Yeah, I think she dropped off. Hang on. Okay. What up to Scott today? He's usually on James. Amen. Is everybody gone? <laughs> What's the way? Yeah, okay. Good job. I think she said she's going to uh, go and try to reach Cheryl again. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I got her voicemail, so maybe her um, her phone went out. It happens a lot. It happens to me, too. What What happens to you, Jerome? Just the calls, it seems like they're blocked or uh, they've got a, a scrambler or something. I just keep on getting knocked off the uh, phone call. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to call her because she couldn't get in to talk to you. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know what's going on. But I, I wanted to say, I was going to say to her that cause she, she had made the comment that she was raised to be friendly and to say pleasantries and things. And I was going to say, and I'll call her later and tell her, that in my opinion, um, when you're not being your friendly self, then you have given in to their mind control because that's their whole thing is to modify your behavior. So when they, and I understand how that happens because they purpose so much with people. Because like I said, I get the directioners all the time. Excuse me, can you tell me how to get, you know, so that just kind of trains you like you don't want to deal with people at all. So then before you know it, you stop speaking to everybody. And that's exactly what they want. So we have to still find a way to still be who we are. And like I said, for me, I just try to be in control of that. If I want to speak to someone, I'll speak. And half the time they speak, sometimes they don't speak back, but that's okay. But it's still me being who who I am. Mm-hmm. 
So hopefully she, you know, she doesn't turn that side of her all the way off. But it sounds like she gets targeted pretty bad. Yeah. That's a hideous thing to do, what they did about that pink dress. Well, these people are scum. You don't expect anything good from the devil. And these people are not nice people. They're scumbags, right? You can't expect them to be, like, uh, doing all these, you know, good things. They're, they're, they're just dirt. So they're not going to do anything nice. They're, they're just being paid to do that to an individual. It says a lot. So you're not going to be expecting anything good from these people. At least I don't. So, uh, sure, it looks like Cheryl's in the um, chat room. Okay, so, Cheryl, we got knocked out, but I think you can probably hear me. Uh, it was something else I was going to say. I was going to say that you shared with us that you had been on drugs in the past and that you went through, you know, the rehab and, and how they betrayed you, got you to tell everything about yourself, and then um, you you thinking, well, them telling you that that was the last step to you overcoming this whole drug addiction is that you share every little secret and um, and you did that, and then they betrayed you by now throwing you know that stuff in your face and saying that saying everything that you share in public, you know when they're harassing you and things. But what 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 came to my mind is that you really um, may not know how strong you really are because with all this targeting they're doing to you, you still have not gone back to drugs. And so I think you should really give yourself credit for that. Because you are tremendously strong, because it's strong. It, it 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 takes strength just to get off drugs. Number one, and under normal circumstances, people who get off drugs have a high relapse rate. So for you to be under all this added stress and you and you continue to stay off drugs, I think that you really should give yourself a lot of credit for that. You really should. I think you're doing an excellent job, and uh, shame on them. For uh, for targeting you like that, but just stay strong and don't let them change who you are. Continue to be friendly. Find opportunities to compliment people and to smile. I'm talking to myself now about the smiling. No, <laughs> I, don't, true. I don't smile. True. I mean mug. I mean mug. I don't smile. It's absolutely but true. Yeah, yeah. Find opportunities to laugh. That's another challenge of mine, but I, I, I've been trying. I've been trying. Okay, anything else, you guys? Is that Lala? Lala, are you on the phone? I think Lala's there. Somebody else is on the phone from California. Who else is on? Oh, oh um, Keiko. Keiko. Keiko, yeah. That's yeah, thank you. Um, guys helped me a lot today. Anything else, Kay Carl, you want to say? Well, can I ask another question? Um, sure. Does anybody have any suggestions for the eyes? Um, I think they're using lasers, but I'm not sure. How, how do you protect the eyes? Sunglasses. Sunglasses? Okay. Thank you. Sunglasses for more than one, one reason. Um, they, for some reason, they like to see your eyes. I've heard different theories on that, but they they do want to. They like to see your eyes. They don't like it when you wear sunglasses. Well, I mean, because once in a while, I get hit on in on the eye uh, when I'm in the house, 
and um, there must be some spots where I don't have enough shielding or something. And it um, it, it doesn't hurt horribly, but, I mean, I don't like the idea. But it's kind of hard. I, I did try sunglasses. <laughs> Wearing sunglasses in the house is kind of everything's too dark. <laughs> well, um, you know, you can get glasses with uh, just regular glasses with uh, virtually no prescription, and you can get those at the 99 cent store. That might help, too. Oh, okay. Just, you, mean just, you know, just the clear, you know, people wear the reading glasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or they have uh, fashion glasses that have no prescription, but they're, they're glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, just use the glass as a shield. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that'll help, but it might. Yeah, well, thank you. Anything's better than what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, you can you can pick up a pair of the just those clear fashion glasses. You can get those like at Payless Shoes or um, oh, okay. 99 Cent Store, you know, huh? any, any kind of place like that. And they, they shouldn't cost that much. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. I mean, it's worth a try. I don't know if it'll work, but it might. Well, I'm I'm up for trying anything right now, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you made it to the call, Keiko. Well, I'm sorry I got late, but, yeah, I, I was really uh, glad, too. Usually on Sundays, my husband works at night, so, he you know, he gets up and then I have to get him out, and then by the time he's out, it might be three or even more late, and I didn't want to disturb the call, but. I, I thought, well, I want to try, so um, I'm glad I tried today. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> and thanks for the invitation. You know, sending the uh, the email, the prompt, because oh, and thanks for walking me through how to go to the archives because I would never have figured out what I was doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I I really um, messed up this week with the invitations. I sent three the different times and days. So um, a bunch of people didn't make it today, so that's my fault. Uh, again, there will be no call next Sunday. Oh, no call next Sunday. Okay. No, I'm going to take okay. a little vacation next Sunday. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Keiko, do you know that there's a kite festival in Berkeley? Is there really? Oh, no, yes. I didn't know that. Is it, When yes. is that? Today and tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Oh. Say it again. You guys should go together. Do you guys live close together? Yeah, we do, actually. That's what I'm telling her to see if she wants to go. I actually invited another target that lives close by, but she she doesn't. She has something to do tomorrow. But if you uh, want to go, um, Keiko, I will be out there. Uh, where is it? In the marina? It's... <laughs> Yeah, I think in that area. I'm not sure exactly, but it, it's all over the Internet. Um, and there are hundreds of people that come out with their kites. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm still a little nervous of be, being visible out in the crowd with uh, open, with a lot of, you know, the cell phones, uh, people, you know, dialing in and such. I, I wish I had, you know, countermeasure or something. Come on. <laughs> Stay at home all the time. You better go out, you know. I know. Well, I, yeah. they're they're controlling you that way, Keiko. They're controlling you that way. Well, yeah. I um I had to go out yesterday because I had a doctor's appointment. I came down with something on my foot, so um 
Well, it's, it's embarrassing. Athletic foot, but then I I got a, a bacterial infection on top of that, so I was forced to go out. There was a lot of cars in Berkeley, but I said, oh, the heck with it. I got to go to the doctor, <laughs> and it felt good. It did feel good, even though it was kind of crazy. But it was good to get out because um, there's eight properties around me that have apparatus, and and I still haven't figured out all about the shielding. I I have to get get some windows back because it's too dark in here. Um, and so it was good to get out and get some fresh air. Um, right. Yeah. So Cheryl was <laughs> saying, um, excuse me, Cheryl was saying a few minutes ago that when she leaves the house, she says, uh, I forget exactly what she said, but she said something like, um, no place is safe or something. I, I can't remember exactly. But when I leave, before I leave the house, when, as I'm standing at the door, I say, Lord, please protect me as I go out about into this world. Please encamp your angels around me. And I go. And I just go. I mean, there are a million possibilities of things that can happen, whether you're targeted or not. People that are not targeted, they leave and they never come back because they get killed or something happens out there. So there is no guarantee that something won't happen when we're out there. We just have to put our lives in God's hands and go and live the life that we deserve to live. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm going to this festival because you know what? It's free. It's outdoors. I love to fly kites and things like that. I don't do it as much as we used to, but just to be out, you know, and it's a free activity, and that's another thing to put yourself amongst people Will the stalkers be there? Absolutely. You betcha. They'll be right there. But I'm still going, you know, and I'm not saying you have to go to that, but I'm saying go where you want to go and do what you want to do and put your life in God's hands and just trust him. Trust him because before we were born, he knew when he was going to call us home. And that date is not going to change. He already knows when, when you're going to be called in and when I'm going to be called in and everybody else, and that date is not going to change. It's already written. So you have to live your life. And this is how you stand up to these people and, and, and take your power back. You just you have to go on. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you never go, if you if you only go out when you absolutely have to, like for your doctor's appointments, because I did that at one time, so I'm speaking from experience. I would only go out when I had to go to work and pick my children up from school, and then I would come in, and I would not go back out unless my husband was with me because uh, I was being targeted so hard, and I didn't know what targeting was, and I was afraid and all of that. But when you do that, what you do is you make your house a virtual prison. Mm -hmm. And nobody has put you under arrest. You are not on house arrest. You are putting yourself on house arrest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in the meantime, life is happening and the world is going on and people are having a good time. I mean, if you must be tortured, you might as well at least have a decent time while you're being tortured, you know? So don't make your house a virtual prison. Don't. And don't sit up and worry about what this person is doing and that person is doing it, what this person is doing. That is just where they want us. Just like I was saying earlier, they want us to see them. They do. And they want us to be thinking about them, and they want us to be worried. And when you stay in the house, that lessens the work for them so then they can take that asset or that perp and go put them on somebody else because they don't have to put them on you because you're sitting in the house. They know where you are. You're sitting in the house. You know? So go out and live your life. 
Mm-hmm. It's a process. It takes time. It took me a long time. But, you know, just uh, make that goal for yourself and just just go out. And even if you attempt to go somewhere and you get there and you start stressing out like I used to do and dealing with anxiety and stuff, and then 10 minutes later you say, I can't deal with this, and, and you go you go back home, that's okay. At least you tried, you know. Yeah. And then tell yourself, okay, next time I'm I'm try to stay 20 minutes. I'm trying to stay 30 minutes, you know, and then before you know it, you're on your way to to living your life. And that's what freedom is, living your own life, not letting these people dictate your life to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I. Um, well, the other thing is uh, I lost my father uh, middle of March, but I know that I didn't realize, but he, he was targeted too. I, they wanted his land. Um, and he was being targeted, but, uh, you know, and because I, I found out because I, I house-sitted for him when he went to visit my sister. Um, it, so I have that group, uh, part of that group that followed me um, over. But, uh, and we, I, we have to sell his house now, and there's a lot of, um, they get in the way of things. And um, anyway, I, I try not to you know, let them get to me or anything, but um, I was not able to convince my father what was happening to him. And I, I, when I was staying there, I had some shielding, but I told him, don't come back to the house, just sell the house and don't come back, stay at my sister's and whatnot. But he he didn't understand. He came back, and then after two weeks, he, 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 he was dead because they put, I know they put implants on him and such. Um so, but that was his choice, and you know. Um, so anyway, I guess I would feel more better if I could figure out to make something <laughs> of my hat. Because right now I look silly going out in this hat, but I mean it's protected me. But I look crazy, you know. People look at me and says, "Gee, that's quite a bit of a hat." I just say. Oh, you wear a hat for um, shielding? A certain yeah. kind of hat for shielding? <laughs> yeah, but it looks a little. Uh, it you know it needs to be fashionable a bit more. It it stands out like a sore thumb, and but I I just don't want to go out without my hat because my hat protects me. Um, but uh, if I can get around that part, uh, I don't care. I could go out and I haven't been scared with them. I've gotten mad because of what they did to my dad, I know, and I just carry my camera, and it's like, well, if you're going to use your cell phone, I'm going to use my camera. And But I hate it when some people uh, try to use their cell phone two or three times. It's one thing to zap a person once, but I mean, if they're being persistent, that's harassment, but I don't know what to say. Okay, so let me ask you something. So if you never find a more fashionable hat, shielding hat, does that mean you never come in back outside unless you have to? No, I, it just means that, well, because uh, I had a few incidences where, uh, you know, I, I went to Kaiser once and I it was kind of dangerous. Uh, I didn't say I heard voices in my head, but then um, the ER doctor almost, he detained me because he felt that I was a 5150 or something. Uh, but fortunately, the doctor, after his shift, 
said, you don't look like you're a danger to yourself or whatever. But ever since then, and um, I don't know, I, I guess I want to see the video that you made on po- community policing because the local police didn't... No, it's, not commu- it's community-based harassment. Oh, okay. No, because the local police... Uh, you know, I, I was in, you know, trying to make a police report because of paint drops and whatnot before I realized they were targeted individual. And then after the Space Preservation Act, uh, there was that one officer, the community officer, that just, just popped up in my door and said, oh, well, you know, I, how are you doing and so forth. I'm in a new position and uh, I have more time to listen to concerns of citizens. Well, he didn't tell me that his new job was in some unit which was with the acronym M-H-E-T and I didn't know and then he he kept coming and I didn't know if he was friend or foe. I thought maybe well he's sincere so I did share you know well if you come across any people who have these concerns to tell them about support groups and that would be the most helpful and I shared some uh, you know info and then, but it, he always come around and he asked me, well, uh, well, where's your husband? What's this and that? And I didn't like that. And then on one day I uh, asked, oh, what's the name of your other partner or something? And then I see her on her name tag, it said MH. And I didn't pay attention to his business card. Still, just Ackerman. So I called the chief's office. I said, will you please tell me what MHET stands for? Or yeah, mental health evaluation team. Mm-hmm. I was really, really, really upset because, I mean, I knew this guy. And I told him, I mean, from the get-go, I said, look, do you think I'm crazy? Or why are you here? And he says, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm just here to try to help you. Well, so, you know, it's like, so I still don't know what that's all about. But I, so anyway, I told, I asked Derek, and Derek said, well, just don't call the police unless somebody's dying in front. They can't do anything anyway. I mean, because I have cars from other places that have those stupid lights that go on. I mean, they have apparatus. I don't know what it is. And after they zap their lights, it gets hot inside my house, you know, and I don't feel well either. So it's probably directed energy in some sort, but, uh, there's so many now, and there's more properties involved. They all get paid and such. And whatever shielding I was doing before, I lost my uh, ground. You know, I, my husband made ground with the uh, the plumbing system, but I think they did something, and so that we lost the ground. So, I but there's so many frequencies, and so ever so as a beginner. See, I don't even be, I understand each frequency, and then when the perks, they change the frequency or the type, then I, see, I didn't understand the uh, the whole thing, how it works, why this is and why that is. So if they change one component of one frequency, I don't know what to change in my shielding because it's not working anymore. And that's why, so I lost some of my confidence of going out, and my husband has been under a lot more attack yeah, I mean, he drives as a profession. He has like maybe 50, 60, I mean, more. They bother him his entire shift, but he doesn't pay attention to them or whatnot. But he gets zapped, and I, um, you know, and uh, so I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, he's older than me, and um, and he was uh, diagnosed with cancer before this whole thing, so that all this radiation thing isn't helping, but... 
I don't, I don't want to worry myself to death either, but, you know, so, um, but I'm, I, you know, I, I did manage to get out and I, I did do a few things and I feel more confident that I can handle mm-hmm. something. So, uh, I'm trying to force myself to go out more. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, just do it gradually, you know, just do it gradually. Just keep challenging yourself every day because you deserve to get out. Maybe your husband can take little walks when he's home or something or go for a ride. Yeah, because we have an enclosure, and, I mean, when I'm by myself, I mean, it's a it's an enclosure, like a metal enclosure type of thing. But they even try to break in. I mean, I've actually put a lock inside, and they try to intimidate me by trying to come in, and I've done tug of war with stupid people and I and so forth. But, you know, my cameras are compromised, the security cameras. So short of, I mean, and I can't see them. I mean, by the time I get out, because they, they, they jimmied the whole thing, they warped the frame. So I have to be really... I have to use a hammer or something to get out even. I'm scared that I might get trapped in there. But, I mean, it's like, and I tell the policeman, well, they're in this house. I have an enclosure, and they're trying to get in. And you're trying to tell me that there was no forced entry. But it always comes back like, well, you must be the person who's a little bit off. You know, why are you yeah, you know what I mean? going to do this? Do you have cameras for your house? Yeah, I have eight cameras. Okay. Well, you know what, again, it's one of those things you have to put in God's hands. I'm sure they come in here when I leave too, but I still I still go. You know, you have the uh, the Berkeley Marina right there by you, and it's beautiful. Do you ever go down there? I drive. I mean, I'll drive down um, to Berkeley or to the marina, but I won't stop because if I stop, then um, I'm afraid they might get targeted. Um but I, you, I, I should, you should stop. You should stop and just sit there and park in plenty of parking spaces and just look at the water. You just look at the water. They, well, you used to be able to walk over that deck, but they just closed that because it's not working. Uh, but just sit there and park and just watch the waves come in. You should do it. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I've been avoiding the freeway. The freeway is just very stressful because they have groups. Like they have the people who make you slow down that's the first ones and then that's because the second group which is the suvs and whatnot they have more equipment and stuff they start catching up and then they have the big guns which is the big tankers and such and so i don't even want to it's like i don't want to play this game so i mean i do pass the slow people and then i get off the freeway and i've been just going on san pablo or but can i tell you something about the slow people on the freeway yeah. They may not be perps. They may not all of them are because I'm gonna tell you, I'm one of those slow people. <laughs> I no, no, but I mean, no, no I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm a slow person too, but no, I mean, I they're different. They're different. They actually, cut in. Limit. actually mm-hmm. cut in. They actually cut in. Oh, okay. Well, that's different because I, yeah. I, I, no. I purposely drive the speed limit because. Yeah. Um, all the little games they play on a freeway, you know, trying to bring you off the road, side swipe, you can speed by, and all of that. So I go to speed limit. Um, so so don't assume that everybody, you know, that's driving slow is. Yeah, know, no, but I, I'm I, I'm not I'm a, a beginner back tri- street driver anyway, so I can't drive like Steve McQueen or something. 
So I don't even go on the freeway anymore. I mean, um, I have one doctor, I mean, an acupuncturist in Oakland Hills, but I don't like to take the 80 and then 580 and then uh, 13 or one of the, there's two, I mean, 580 has tons of trucks and I don't want to ever get boxed in again by some big rigs because they have some mean stuff on those things. So um, look, if you if you okay, so if you were to go somewhere, right? Just say yeah. you were to take a walk in the park, and and the stalkers are there. What do they do to you? They usually kind of you know send uh, they zap me. You know they they hit my eyes. Uh, they have some other stuff. I mean I've I've been shielding myself pretty well, but I wouldn't. I don't want to go in open space because uh, you know like even in the house once. Uh, there was a, a little leeway. I don't know what happened. I got hit by something, some sort of beam that I never got hit with. They got me in my kidney, and I couldn't move. It was so bad that I just arched over, and then like two seconds, I couldn't move. It was it hurt so bad. And then um, then it was over, and then they zapped me a second time. It wasn't as long and as bad. And then they zapped me a third time, and I said, I don't know what that new beam is, but I, you know, and so I just kind of got a little scared about that. And then um, I don't think one had anything to do with the other, but in July there was a, another a vehicle that was parked in front of my home, and I called the police on that because in the in the footage the man took out what appeared to be like a rifle with a, a scope on it from the back seat, but he, I mean, uh, they went across the street and maybe they were just doing range, I mean, you know, whatever, and maybe they were just trying to get me to call the police and say, oh, they're shooting me or something and label me crazy, but, I mean, I did show them that. I said, well, you know, and um, they didn't take me quite serious, so I was hoping that the police, I mean, I all I did was I asked for extra patrol because there's a suspicious uh, vehicle, uh, a person has a gun and what, and then this time said, well, there's no law against anybody having a, a weapon, you know, in a car and such. And um, so they came by and they did extra patrol, but then they didn't leave until maybe five, ten minutes after the patrol car came. Um, and nothing came of that, but, uh, you know, after I got zapped in the kidneys, I didn't know what kind of stuff it was going on. And, it, 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 and then, um, I don't know if it's after the space preservation, but... The harassment got a little hyped up more, so I didn't know what that was about. So I just kind of been laying low, um, and I try to plan my shopping, uh, the grocery shopping, so you know, less hours or make it, you know, a different time so they don't really predict when I'm there. Because um, that's another thing. See, if I have too many bags, then they try to. Uh, shoot or more zapping because I have stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I notice if I'm if I'm taking a shower or something, I have to do something with the bathroom because they try to, to do some energy stuff when I don't have my shielding on, which is not very nice, but that's what they do. Um, or maybe I shouldn't pay attention and then, you know, it won't be a big thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think you should try not paying attention to some of it. Um, is anyone else still on the call? You guys are quiet. Hello? 
I'm yeah, on the board, gonna... everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, oh, okay. Chime in, you guys, if you like. Go right ahead. Say anything. We have a few more minutes. Anybody want to say anything? Yeah, I heard stuff, heard her talking about a fried juice going to be chipped. Um, I think I do think I have a chip. I've got a story about that, but I'm not going to tell it. What I hear lately, though, is that this technology has gone so fast that they don't have to chip you anymore. They can target anybody on Earth right now. So, um, I heard you know, I would... I would put that fear kind of behind you if you can. Um, I just have a question. Does that mean that um, they can make you do anything without any um, implants, you mean? With it. No, what I mean is that they can reach you. You know, oh, they can, oh, oh, yeah. and they can um, target you in ways that they target us. Yeah. But I understand that. I'm not technical, but I've heard it said so many times that the technology is, advancing uh, really fast, and they don't need to do the kind of chipping that they were doing mm-hmm. 10 years ago, five years ago, and they've reached a point to where they don't have to chip anybody. Wow. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Barry Trower did say that, too. He said they can just send a signal, a satellite signal, to any anybody, any human being. Well, is there anything like a, a brain uh, scrambler? I mean, how do you protect yourself? Well, I, maybe it's too late for me, but I mean, if somebody wanted to protect their uh, brain mapping, is there any scrambler or something? I am not sure. I've heard people say um, magnets, but I, I personally, I, I really don't know. Mm. Okay, well, um, as far as okay, and I'm not no expert on this. I know about it somewhat. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you got to do mental exercises. And everything, because, okay, I'm one of those people, okay, call it a fantasy or whatever, but I believe a lot of things, not everything is inside you, okay? Um, The technology can never advance too far, okay, where you can't overpower it with consciousness, Mm. okay? You just have to raise your consciousness. Yeah, All right, and it's it's, it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be overnight, but I think you start there. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I really believe that um, uh, prayer and meditation has helped me to overcome a lot of things. And so I definitely agree with that higher consciousness statement that you made. Me too. I do. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So that might be something you want to um, try, Kiko. Yeah. Um I'm working on the prayer part. I mean, we, I, I'm just caught between different religions and such. But in the meantime, uh, in terms of meditation... Well, that's uh, not good. You probably want to go ahead and choose one. <laughs> it is not good to, to dabble in a bunch of different religions, I don't think. My yeah, well, opinion. I think Christianity is the best religion for me. But, um, well, I know that it is for me. But I don't think it's good to to dabble into different religions, especially depending on what those religions are. That could be quite dangerous, actually. Well, yeah. No, my parents were Buddhist, and I I wanted to find some um, denomination of Christianity, but there's so many. So, um, but I do believe in some sort of higher power, and you know. 
and some meditation, but, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to tap into that, tune into that higher power, and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of roads that can lead you to that destination, okay? But then there's a lot of false um, detours, too, okay, that you got to be careful of, okay? And some of those are under the sign of Christianity, too. Let's keep in mind the um, Jim Jones and oh. other things of that nature, too, okay, that mm-hmm. talks about Christianity and all that and led you to somewhere else. Mm. You like to read. If you like to read, I started a really good book, mm-hmm. and it was so good that I sent it to somebody who I thought would enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm. And it's about a man that he's, he's called an apologist. And what that means is someone who explains the Bible explains Christianity, that sort of thing. But the name of it is called Jesus Among Other Gods. And he's very respectful of other, you know, other religions. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some um, static on my line, but um, I only caught part of the title. Um, okay. Jesus and well, then the end of the part, the other God. But in between what was <laughs> Jesus among other gods. Oh, okay, among other gods. Okay, I got yeah, it. And his name is Zacharias. Zacharias. How do you spell that? R-A-V-I, and then the last name is Z-A-C-H-A-R-I-S. But he, he's my favorite um, intellectual Christian who kind of can explain things so well. Oh, and gently, yeah. you know, nicely. So, mm-hmm. you know, thank you very it. much for mentioning that. Okay. All right. Anybody have anything else to say? If not, we're going to close. I need to run an errand. You have some Anybody? good time off. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm tired, um, which I'm sure. Most of us are, and we have to take a little time for ourselves and um, get out and do some things we enjoy. The weather is nice in most places, a little hot in some places, but it's it's not too hot here. And and actually, where uh, where I'm going and closer to where Kiko lives, it cools off in that area. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that is good. There should be enough wind to keep a kite in the air. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, can I ask one more question about? Um, do you know? Does anyone know any vendors for magnets and what kind of magnets I should look into? Uh, the neo neodymium. I can send you some information on that. Oh, okay. And then, can you also send me information? I'm sorry, I, didn't, I had to interrupt you earlier about um, protective clothing. Uh, I can find out from other people. I don't personally use it, but I do know people who do, so I can try to find out. Let me just say, uh, while I'm thinking about it with the magnets, when you mm-hmm. do get them, you mm-hmm. want to make sure you keep them away from your um, electrical, anything oh. electrical, because it would demagnetize them if you sit on top of your television or your VCR or your computer. It, it, those things won't work anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> your cell phone, so you want to make sure oh. that the more full force it has, you know, the more stronger it is, the more it can harm your electronics. So I want to say that. And always keep them away from children. I know you don't have uh, small children, but just for anybody listening, keep your magnets away from children so that they don't swallow them or something. 
Oh, very okay. dangerous. Magnets are very strong. I have two, um, mm-hmm. and I forget which pull force I have, but they're pretty strong, and they they join together, and I can't pull them apart. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, but be careful with the magnets because they are strong. <laughs> okay. But some people really say that they work. I know one of the TIs, she um, gets voice to skull, and she uses them. Um, she says that it, it really, um, she can barely hear the voices. Mm-hmm. But I think she puts them on her feet, somewhere on her feet. I think at the bottom of her foot or something. So. Do they just try them? Oh, I mean, you put them in your shoes or something? No, no. When she's just sitting around at home, I think she. Oh, I ties see. It. I see. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. know how she does it. Yeah. But um, for people who get the tinnitus or the ringing in the ears and mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, the uh, Schumann resonance really works for me. The Earth's frequency, what you can get off of YouTube, just put in Earth's frequency, and it 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 gives this um this tone. Beep, there's a tone like that, and it, it helps. Anything well, if, you can do to like scramble their signals. Uh huh. Um, I just have one question. If my computer's hacked, can I uh, believe that the frequency, like if I go to Earth frequency, that that would be the right frequency and not something that they they tampered with? Or is that just a chance I have to take? You mean go to the earth frequency to unhack your computer? No, 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 no. I mean, my, my computer is hacked by the hack. Um, the oh, curse. you're saying are yes. you going to be getting the true? Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of things. Well, you want the um, 700, let me see, what is it? I think it's 720 gigahertz. I'll see your link. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I have to get a, a a a meter. It's just that there's so many meters that I, I got overwhelmed. You know, like I don't even know what are we measuring now. Oh, great! I'll Thank you. you. Yeah, sorry. I I'm just totally I, I a beginner. Not, um, you know, you can download the apps too. They have apps. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I do have a I do um, know of a good one. That is sold online. I just haven't bought one. I, you know, people tell me these different things. That's how I know this stuff. But I know someone who really um, feels that their meter is really good at reading which direction the frequencies are coming from and stuff. So I was going to get one, but then I decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I decided not to, because I don't want to just have more things to worry about. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, if that meter is always going off, that's just going to send you into paranoia. And I just don't want to deal with it. I'm just kind of like, at some point, if you say you're walking by faith, you're going to have to walk by faith. You know what I mean? At least on some of this. So I just have to give some of this to God. I I need to give it all to him, really. But just being human, we're going to try to keep some of it. Um. But I just decided I'm not even going to deal with that directional meter thing because then I'll be like, oh, my goodness, the people over here are shooting energy at me. Oh, it's coming from the sky. I, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't because I know at least one particular person I could think of that is really kind of overboard, like Charles was saying earlier, kind of overboard with that mm-hmm. to the point where it concerns me, and I'm like, please don't go harm somebody because you think that that's where the directed energy is coming from, you know? Uh, so I, I just, 
I just have to pray and give that part of it to God. So I don't plan to buy one of those meters. But I do know, uh, at least not right now. I may change my mind later. But uh, I, I do know of one that I heard is good, and I can send you the link. Oh, okay, great. Thank you very much. Yeah, but just just don't get overboard with it, please. Yeah, no. Um, and I'm I'm glad I I called in because I was getting kind of concerned and confused, and so um, I just want to thank the group because um, you've helped me to kind of calm down again and look at it from you know a distance. But sometimes yeah. it's hard, you know. I mean, you get caught up. With, and besides, I've been housebound for I don't know the last two weeks, which has been driving me nuts, just absolutely yeah. nuts, you know. <laughs> well, only only you can change that. And I've been there, so I know how that feels. But you know, if you want to go to the come out to the kite festival, I'll I'll be out there tomorrow. Just call me, and um, I plan to go out there early. Uh-huh. Out there. That'd be good. Yeah, they always try to make flat tires. They put out uh, screwdrivers, I mean, uh, little nuts and bolts. And it, I had two flat tires because they put one on behind my front tire and then one on my rear tire on both sides <laughs> and whatever. And so now I, uh, I have the regular magnet, and I have to use the magnet, you know, before I move the car. And then they tried to put the nails and whatnot in the outside on the dry uh, the driveway. They keep me busy. But... I, I had I had a flat tire a couple of weeks ago. We get them all the time. We yeah, I the figured. Tire, yeah. There we keep it moving. Um, you cannot stress out over every little thing these people do because they do a lot. And the more you react to it, the more they're going to do it. So I don't know what the deal is with the magnets. You said you put a magnet out there, but. No, I'm I mean not, not, no, I don't. I don't put a magnet out there. I, I mean, my husband has just that that uh, the the regular magnet magnet, and he has it on a little stick, and then I I don't have to bend over, just you know, just kind of drag it in the perimeter of the car just before we go in. <laughs> um, oh, you mean the nails up? To pick the yeah, nails up. yeah, and that's it. I mean, uh, but if I don't do that, I mean, it gets costly. I think we called AAA. I mean, well, we you know we had to change the tire. Uh, twice in a month. That's four tires, so it gets. I know, I know. We we get it all the time. We had to get a new tire too, and not only that, I, um, it could cause you to have a really bad accident. Because I was on um, eighty, I was on the freeway the last mm-hmm. time, and uh, you know, just trying to come to a stop when your tire is like that. But again, well, we just have to put our lives in God's hands. Well, yeah, I mean, God help me one day that I got the two tire, two flat tires because usually I was going to my herbalist and um, I would take the freeway. But that day I decided to visit a friend or something and I didn't go that route. So um, there was two nails stuck in, but uh, I, I went just to the El Cerrito Plaza area and the tires just deflated after an hour or something. But if I was on the freeway, that would have been bad because I would have been, you know, um, going a lot faster and trying to, my attention would have been focused on all these these other cars and ducking them. So that wasn't, that wouldn't have been a good thing. So, right. yeah. And, and there have been times where um, I feel that, you know, the angels or the God has been looking after me because I, I was putting up something, you know, uh, a shielding, and I was on a chair, and the chair is steady, but then I was on the middle, and it just flipped over, and I um, I was able to, to land 
safely. But otherwise, I mean, if I was an older, elderly person or something, I probably would have cracked my pelvis bone or something. And they have been trying to put some hazardous things in my uh, pathway. So, I mean, nails, uh, a nail or two in my uh, shower um, uh, tub or uh, sticking uh, a, a ruler, you know, a yardstick um, underneath something so I would trip over it and things like that. But, you know, I, I just take that. I, I don't get scared. Sometimes I just get frustrated and just say, well, here's day, daycare center time again. Let's see what the kids have put out. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get some humor in it. It's not, I mean, I'm not always, you know, um, pessimistic or anything. Um, it's just that it takes about two hours away from my time. And then, then I say, the heck with it. I know it's messed up. I'm just going to leave some toys out so you can play with this thing and, and the heck with it. It's messy, it's messy, but i I got to get out and do my own errands. So that I can't stay all day and pick up after somebody. But then if I don't pick up after so many days, I mean, now they're starting to put germs and, um, you know, dust that I didn't have. I don't know where they get this dust, but they, they just put lint and some other stuff in it. So then I said, okay, forget it. I mean, I'll deal with that another day and, uh, you know, just move on. But, um, you know, thank you very much for inviting me on your conference call um, because it's nice to, you know, talk about these things and not have to worry about, oh, it's going to sound crazy or something, you know. So thank you. I I hope I didn't bore everybody with all this, but, you know, it's been Oh, my goodness. I think we missed that call. Jerome, are you there? Jerome's still there? I'm still here. Jerome's still there? Oh, my. Scott had a call. He just sent me an email. Oh. I'm sorry. Let me send Scott a message. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else, you guys? I'm going to go if not. Thank you guys for coming today. Um, again, I apologize. I um, Yeah, I just want to say, uh, you know, uh, thanks. I like, you know, thanks uh, from here from um, Jerome and Kenko and Lola and what's her name, Cheryl? Uh-huh. And you and Nana. And Lonnie. Lonnie, Lonnie. And Lonnie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, y'all take care and all that. Yeah, you take care, guys. God bless you. Yeah. Okay, you too, Charles. And thanks for all of you guys. I'm going to go and uh, run my errands. Keiko, if you change your mind about the kite festival, give me a call. Call me either tonight or early because I'm planning to leave early. Okay, and have a nice vacation. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something. Okay. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks, everybody in the chat room.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.